Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm your host, Barra Carlin, and with me today is my guest. I have Mason McMillan. Uh, Mason is a fantastic saxophone player and a very interesting individual. But uh, if you've seen any kind of like brass, ska, reggae, or anything that could use a saxophone player, you've probably seen Mason play. He plays in um, the Bionic Rats, Intergalactic, New Brass Kings, played with Nilo, Yuli, uh, many, many others. Most recently, which is where I actually met Mason, I saw him play with Skinner. Uh, he's just an amazing player. Um, he's very, very... Uh, we, uh, you could probably see by the length of the episode. Very interesting fellow. We had a lot to talk about. Uh, when he came over, before we went to record, he was like, what's the normal sweet spot for recording time? And I was like, oh, like 40 minutes to an hour is kind of the best one. And he goes, an hour. An hour. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the episode was two hours and 15 minutes long. <laughs> it was fantastic. I've actually seen him tonight, weirdly enough. I've seen him play tonight with uh, Zach Stevens' new group, Lil Sis. He's playing saxophone in that as well. But anyway, I'm going to stop rambling. I'm going to get on with the episode. And without further ado, here's the theme music by Zach Stevenson. Accidentally, so you might get a few versions. What? <laughs> well, I've never heard anybody say that before. <laughs> no, no, you know, you know, when someone's nervous and, and they're oh, like, so, yeah. "Oh, oh, I felt terrible." Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. No, you know, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. you know, they just. Uh, it, it was only having this conversation actually with a friend of mine yesterday, where he was saying that anytime he hears the word Birmingham, he just has to say Birmingham. It. Yeah, he just oh, yeah, has yeah, to yeah, say yeah, it that yeah, way the, every the, time. <laughs> water. Yeah. Well, we're we're good to go here if you're if you're ready to go. I'm good. So here with Mason McMillan, we're going to be doing your episode, your guest number twenty seven. Twenty seven. Oh God. Yeah. I'm going to twenty seven club. I'm going to die. (laughs) I will join Amy and and Jean and Jean Michel Basquiat, and he was twenty seven as well. Was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's the he's twenty seven club big time. He's one of my he's one of my faves. I found it, but everyone forgets about him because he's not a musical. A musical twenty seven. Yeah, it was the same person. with uh, your man. Um, oh, what, Anton Yelton, uh, the the actor. He was twenty seven as well. Oh yeah. Oh shit. He yeah. was twenty seven when he yeah. passed away. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. He was in. Uh, he was in something pretty recent as well. Green room. Green. Yeah. 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 yeah I was. I, I know. I was. Yeah. I was <laughs> pretending to think about what it was, but <laughs> it's very much so. That's one of my favorite fucking films. Oh of man. The, past the first. Years. The like, first time I because I loved your man's film Blue Room that he did oh, beforehand. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. The director. That was the Jeremy. Um, I, I, Name I was going to say Soliner, but that's the guy who wrote. Name um, escapes me, but uh, I remember watching the trailer for Green Room. Uh, I was with my girlfriend at the time, and it's like, we'll go to the cinema. Let's see what's out. Green Room. Let's see this. And then at the point where it says the director of Blue Ruin, I, I turned it off and went like, all right, let's just go in. Let's just go let's in go and watch it. it. And we didn't realize just how intense, oh, just how, is. Yeah. how incredibly intense the film was we're like oh my god it's a film about music I, I, and and patrick uh patrick stewart plays a skinhead skinhead mob boss what could like what else do you need do you know the reason why it's as brutal as it is was because the director said that he was because he was beginning to begin beginning he was beginning to get a name from himself around hollywood and he said that it was the last chance that he'll get to be allowed to make a film as brutal as this because he goes, when you get, if he was saying that as directors, you kind of get more projects that are not as niche and not as uh, mm. things. So he's like, this is the last time that I'll probably get to do a film like this. So he's like, 
fuck it, we'll do it. And like the scene oh, we, that oh, even oh, made yeah, me yeah. go like, fuck, I wasn't unaware of how intense it was going to get. But the scene where they do um, the Dead Kenny song, Nazi Punks Fuck Off in the bar is like, so, I, like it's just, R. you R. just see everybody just seething with rage watching it. Like the, 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 the people, in the, I was just like, this mm. film is going to get terrifying. I went in, by the way, I did not know so, anything about the film when I so went the, in. So, so. The, so the thing is, uh, I, like uh, I, the drummer of Dead Kennedys died there just a, just did a, he? Couple, just a couple weeks ago. Oh, uh, D.H. Pellegrino. He's the Chili's uh, drummer for like a, a brief, a brief while <laughs> in between, uh, right before Chad Smith. Wow. Uh, he drummed for them for a while, but you know, just like, you know, the, the scene, the scenes uh, yeah. demand for injecting yourself with loads of drugs and, and, mm. and drinking loads was a little bit much. So, but, uh, you know, uh, amazing, amazing drummer, amazing dude. Uh, he's, you know, like, like firsthand, firsthand experience with racism and everything. Uh, yeah. you know, but, uh, yeah, he was, he was great. That made me deep dive into dead Kennedys. And it's like, you know what, playing, playing a song like Nazi punks fuck off to a bunch of people that might dabble in a bit of Nazism yeah. is exactly a dead Kennedy's move. <laughs> that's ex- that that is the most punk thing ever. And as horrified as the crowd was, yeah. you know, if they're, if, it took if, a bottle at them in the film and everything like, Oh yeah. That's, oh, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh man. I have to, you know, that's another one I want to rewatch. I want to rewatch everything. <laughs> there's not enough time. There's not enough hours in the day. To watch everything that we want to re- re- rewatch. Do you know over um, over and October read. I made a list of like top ten of my top ten horror films. I'm gonna I, I have it. I saved it for an episode, but it turns out there's a friend of mine who's a huge horror fan, so we're gonna save it for that. Ten's but, a good um, number. Ten's a good number. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he's uh, the thing is a lot of the films that I watched was with my old girlfriend, and I I was like, which I, I messaged her. I was just like, which of the ones that you made me turn off when we were together? And she goes, this one, this one, this one, mm. this one. And over October I rewatched them. I was like. Why did we think this was a good idea to watch these movies? They were horrible, uh, horrible. One of them was a, a film called Frontiers, which is a French film. Um, it's a, basically a film where these uh, protesters at Paris have to flee. So they go to this uh, town, they go to this uh, B&B in the middle of this countryside and it happens to be run by neo-Nazis, basically, and it goes from there. Cool. And another one was called Inside, which again was a French film about a woman who was nine months pregnant and a woman shows up at her door and goes... Just want you to know, by the end of this night, the baby in your stomach will be mine, and, and that's that's the premise of the film. Oh. It's and I made a, I've made a friend of mine watch inside with me, and he, we got about forty five minutes in, and he's like, "Bar, this is fucking." He's turn this fucking film off, and I was like, "She's not even inside the house yet," and he goes, "She gets inside." And I was like, oh, "Of course, she gets inside." Oh, 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 god. Well, I'm just I'm gonna make I'm gonna make some notes. I actually did bring. I brought a notepad. You brought you brought a notepad. I, I brought I brought a notepad You're and better than I am. <laughs> no, no, I brought a notepad. It's 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 on the other side of the room, so we'll forget about it. it you know, I have stuff like that's just like remember your name is Mason McMillan. <laughs> remember your favorite movie is this. Yeah. Uh, this was the this was the direct. You like this movie. You're you're into this stuff. Um, you know, so uh, a, you know a, a somebody- lot of a e- lot of easy stuff that I would glance over <laughs> okay you know because somebody would swear by the way of the way this episode started that we were going to be talking about film for the whole time we're actually going to be talking know, about I your know. music career <laughs> well w- w- one more thing would you watch what'd you what'd you watch this halloween uh terrifier 2 yes same yeah. <laughs> did you actually yes i did oh my god i was sick for a week 
I couldn't eat any food colored red. There's like a million a films week. in the world. I know. I, well, it was a perfect uh, uh, Halloween film. Oh, it's a brilliant Halloween Because uh, it's like based on, you know, it's based it around Halloween. Night, yeah, it takes it? place yeah. on Halloween. He serves candy out of a woman's head. Yeah, it's great. That's it's great. It, it, it was it was totally sick. I've, I haven't. I, I don't. It made me feel nauseous at points. Like, it, oh, I, I've watched. I've watched. I was like, nauseous complete, for. I was nauseous for a week. Yeah, like I'm a gore fiend. Like I like. Well, I used I'm, to be. I used see, to love. I'm, see, I'm not. And after that, I'm like, okay, I handled that well. I, I handled that pretty well, but uh, it was just so pretty, so well made. Oh yeah, it's perfect B movie oh. schlock. Like it's fantastic. Like I don't know. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's quite B movie. Do you I, not? No, I don't think it's quite B movie. Like it's very like the sets were. I think it it hit a certain zeitgeist point where it's there was no suspension of disbelief at any point. Uh, like it was like. They made it very aware that you were watching a film. Oh yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, loads, loads of re- like loaded it with references. Even the gra- even the even the film. The grain on it, it was yeah. the grain was like so nice. Sure the, the soundtrack the, is perfect. Some of the, John Carpenter oh, as well. Like oh right, yeah, all the, right. The synth the synth side is going on the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. That opening that opening song uh, by the Midnight. I went, actually. Oh went yeah, who was I went, the Midnight? I went, I went to go see the Midnight. Uh, Did you actually? Their, their first time in Dublin. Yeah, oh, no yeah, yeah. Me and my friend were a big fan of like the vapor wavy sort of stuff. Mm. The sax uh, the sax player was you know his class. He's yeah. like really over, over like simplified sensational stuff sensationalized sax lines but it was like still like unreal it's like yeah it's it's cheese central but i but you know me and my old ha- me and my me and my bestie who was my housemate uh two years ago like we went to go see that show and it was it was just so baller where was it it was in the button factory oh, a, yeah 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 but yeah button factory well. that, that yeah, yeah. i don't know it was kind of perfect i think they went played in vicar street again and it wasn't as good uh, my friend said Why, it was just, just the two big. Just, or? I don't know. Uh, he said that the band was like dabbling in like some certain hits. Uh, they didn't do like a real, real synth heavy sort of stuff that would oh. have been that would have been the biggest draw for us. Yeah. And the sax player was a little flat. But anyway, oh, don't quote me on that. Okay, if you, midnight, <sighs> we'll if you're part. listening to this we'll podcast, please, I love you. <laughs> I love you. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So. Hey man! Yeah, hey, what's up? <laughs> Thanks for inviting me into your beautiful home. No and problem. Thank you very much for coming. Yeah, Thank yeah. The whole I, way I, out I here. Know, I know it's all right. We're not too. Uh, you know, we both. I know that we both were home late, but uh, we weren't very home late. I was at. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. We're not hungover. That's the main. No, thing. that's. I I woke up today and it was like I felt hungover, and then as soon as I walked around, I was like, no, I'm actually, I'm actually grand. I'm oh, just, I'm just okay. tired. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. No, I went to see, and my ears are ringing because I went to see. Do you know the band Godflesh? Godflesh, yeah, no. There were there are two members. I think one, one of them started Napalm Death and then kind of oh, went away okay. from it. But they're like industrial. They're very slow industrial. But the it was the loudest gig I was ever at. And there's no there's no drummer. It's a drum machine the whole time. And it was oh, the really? drum machine was hitting so hard that the floor was vibrating, mm. and my nose was actually fucking moving back yeah. and forth with the with the vibrations with it as well. Oh my! And car- like my cartilage was oh my hit god, out of but, place. But it was actually like it was actually painful at points. And then like I had a bo- I had a glass bottle on me, and like I was like just touched the 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 top of it, and the top of it was vibrating like crazy. I was like, this is the la-. we m- most of the guys that we went with left. They ended up going upstairs. They couldn't hack the main thing because it was just so un- unbelievably loud. It's like Jurassic Jurassic Park times yeah, thousands. Yeah. <laughs> 
all the, all the water. Don't get me wrong. It was very good, but it was like, Jesus Christ, lads, this is fucking stupidly loud. Like, And then we went mm. to the karaoke. Do you, not, uh, do you have ear molds? Would, would you wear this is ear- the thing. Would I you fucking wear- forget them every time I go to a gig like that. <laughs> no, you don't need to give me ears. I can wear them on Amazon. But oh, I no, 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 no. <laughs> They're for my ears. Oh, right, okay. They're for my ears. They're in the shape of my ears. Like, you can, like, the thing, thing is, I got them for gigs, but then I wear them to gigs more often than not because, uh, because it's really hard to play saxophone when uh, with, when you have those in, it's really hard to get used to it because the tuning is off. And yeah. also, like, try covering your ears and humming. What do you hear? Only the sound of your own hum. Mm. Mm, you can't hear any. You can't. Yeah, you I can hear it. absolutely nothing. So it's really hard to lock in with. Like, you, like I can't hear a snare. I can't hear a kick or anything like that. We well, can't even hear any. Of no, that. no, no, no. It's well, it's very hard. There's filters in them. Yeah, uh, they have little holes for filters. They're like you know. You, it's re- and it's really cool getting them done. You get a hearing test. Uh, they they clean your ears out if need be. If you're Ooh. like, re- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just Ooh. part. You know, it's like a fa- it's like a facial when you yeah. when you get a massage. You get a you know all the all the things. Uh, you get the proper treatment. It's like a spa day, except you're getting a you know like couple you know 200 maybe 200 euro mm. 200 euro for some ear molds that'll protect your ears and Dude. add add another add another couple years onto your hearing. Yeah. Cause I, I, my hearing is quite bad, so I do yeah. need to wear them. Like my, I'm, I, yeah. I can't hear shit out of this ear at the moment. But it, but it makes it, but like it enables you to go right up to the, to the bass bins, uh, right at the front of a show and not go deaf. Yeah. And it actually <laughs> helps to take away some of the mud, uh, the, the muddiness, uh, that sometimes you get from like the shows. Feedback that, almost, is it? No, not feedback. Just like when there's so much going on on All stage right. and so much sound, it, I, I, I find that the higher ends get a little bit further on or like, you know, you know, brings it to the front mm. and you're hearing uh, plane or whatever. Uh, and it brings together the sound quite nicely and you can be as close to the speakers as you want. <laughs> and it's like, I can hear everything great now and I'm not dying. I remember... Um, do you ever see? Have you ever seen a band called Mets or heard a band called Mets? They're a punk Mets. band. Um, oh, kind of noisy punk band. Sort of. M E T Z is the way they, that they spell it. They can't. They've they've come up, but I haven't listened to them. Well, th- we were at um, Zach brought me to see them in Wheelands, and it was extremely loud. But that was kind of that's kind of the there's some bands where that's kind of the point. But what I couldn't mm. get over was we were we were kind of moved. That was the gig actually. Somebody just randomly punched me in the chest. Anyway, we we, we went to uh, <laughs> story for another day. Yeah, we went we went we were kind of pushed around the side because it was sold out. So we came up to the speak. We were beside the seat speakers, and I kept saying to Zach, I was like, "This is fucking insanely loud." And he goes, "Look what that guy's doing." And there was a guy literally at the speaker. Like, oh, there's there's us. there's always one. And I was like, "Dude, what the it, fuck is going on?" I was like, "That well, you'll be." Definitely, like I wasn't saying this to him. No, I was just saying to Zach. I was like, "That is bizarre." Live fast, die hard. The, <laughs> like, there's one. There's one at almost every show. You know, some guy who's just like, "Yes, yes, blow my bra- so. blow my brains out." Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who knows? Maybe he maybe he had it in his ear molds from Hidden Hearing no. on Cable Street. <laughs> Sponsor us. Hidden <laughs> Hearing on Cable Street. <laughs> Hidden Hearing on. <laughs> That is on Cable Street as well, isn't it? Oh, it absolutely (laughs) is. I I was a customer. Like, those things have lasted me five years. Wow. Okay, so they're well worth worth the money. You're supposed to get them done every two years, but... Yeah. Yeah. They still work. (laughs) So, just out of curiosity, like, um, how did you... So, how did you get into playing... Okay, start again. What was your first foray into getting an interest into music? Okay. Okay. So... 
multi-tiered question, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I know it's a because, it's a, uh, uh, because uh, so I was yeah I was born in America. Mm. Big reveal. <laughs> uh, I was born yeah I was born in Florida. No my parents my, my parents were co- my parents were cool. The older I get, the more I realize how fucking cool my parents are and how yeah. and they had decent music taste. Their first de- their first date was a gig. Roy Buchanan, uh, slide guitarist, um, uh, like blues guitarist, nice. like. Uh, like must have been an unreal gig. Uh, so, they're still together. so they're big. They're big music fans. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the taste I got was developed from them. Um, and my grand my granddad on my dad's side was a conductor. He was like a he played like clarinet and saxophone and and all oh, all, wow. all sorts all sorts of stuff. Uh, he was a conductor, and that was kind of a gateway into uh, playing playing a horn. But I think my first. Uh, realization like ooh, what's that sound i want to do that mom and dad and it was the intro music to saturday night live no way yes i, wa- I watch saturday night I, live every like week. I, I heard <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like that's 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 insane what is that sound that's that's amazing you know, uh, and then, you know, I, there would have been a lot of jazz in my uh, mm. in my granddad's house and in, in my house as well. My, you know, my parents dabble in jazz as well. Um, and uh, yeah. And then like I was I was coming into the age where uh, they had band in school, in middle school uh, would have been like uh, 11, 12. Mm. And so they, you know, I got a saxophone from my granddad and I played and I was just just oh, Fucking awful. Yeah, it's a, uh, like oh, absolutely awful. Fourth an, chair alto in the school band. Difficult instrument to play. Like it's look, look. Yeah. I like, want any 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 instrument can be difficult to play depending on the learning curve. It's just a matter of knowing how. I'm sure disassembling. I'm sure setting up a, setting up a radio show on a, on any sort of DAW would be difficult. It's just the as long as you have someone to. Sh- you know, show yeah, you, the, show, show you yeah. the door and it's like, okay. YouTube and then there's, and, and then there's a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like, you know, b- back in what, what, what age was I this? This was like the turn of the millennium. This was like two, the year 2000 I was trying. And it was, but me begrudging teenager, like, Oh, this is just another, you know, I just wanted to get a B in a subject. And <laughs> I was like, you know, shit, and no, zero passion. You know, there's guys that were like, you know, very, really studious, really band geeky. Like, you know, like I had other friends who like get, kind of gave me a hard time, like bad band geek. That's because that, that's yeah. real. You know, there's, you know, some bullying and everything. Eh, got the chip on my shoulder and everything. And so when I mo- so when I moved over uh, to Ireland when I was 14, I gave it up and didn't didn't, th- didn't give it another thought. I was like, whatever, I don't need to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my granddad died a couple of years over here. And it's like, oh, shit. And so my dad brought over his tenor saxophone. Okay. And it's like, here, see if you can, I don't know, I don't know if you want to play it in his memory or something like that. And so I picked it back up and I'm like, oh, I actually had some, some memory of some scales and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, that's an A, that's a C, that's a, uh." and then I started like playing in my own spare time and just in my bedroom. Uh, Still shit. Still awful. I would beg to disagree, um, but anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I gave it. I, yeah, I gave it up for a couple of years, like totally intending not to, uh, not to go back to it. Then I moved. Then I moved schools uh, in NACE CBS. Okay. Um, and then that's when I met uh, some of my best friends that I still have to this day. They were they were uh, starting a band. They were starting a band. Uh, ended up calling ourselves uh, Defects. 
I like that. And they're like, and they're like, oh, Ma- oh, Mason, since you don't play an instrument, just like be our manager or something, or, or our, 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 photog- our photographer. No, 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 I didn't want to. Like, I, I, I almost didn't reveal that I like. Oh, no, really? No, I don't really play. No, really? these guys are great at their drums and their fucking guitars and everything. Like, that's that's not a cool thing. I like, I, I like my idea of what saxophone was is like no 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 it's for it's a band geeky instrument it's mm. for losers whatever like like i'm just going to i'm just going to do this you know for my granddad yeah uh and then uh then they're like you know after after a few months of like them playing like oh the oh the music was kind of fun it's like like funk rock okay you know funk yeah, rock yeah. like real like public lose chili yeah. public lose chilies like like mild incubus pink floyd sort of sort of garbage it, it was it was great like it was great smoothie blues funk bucket <laughs> drunk on the funk the new single from are, are Dep- these are these songs these are, these are the song names <laughs> these are the song names some of the oh some of the lyrics like you know like like facepalm like oh my god we're such shit it's co- I thought you were just saying random oh, words. I'm about tonight it's quarter to two. You're looking at me. I'm looking at you. <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's like some awful Anthony Kiedis sort of like early early Anthony Kiedis stuff. It's great. Uh, it's it's great, but it's uh, it's like so. It's I'm so glad that it was that was in the past. Did you, did you record anything? No, 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 no. Yes, yes, we absolutely did. Oh, but, did but, but they're gone. Oh, they're they're, gone. they're, they're okay. like gone in the ether of Bebo yeah. or something, you know. Uh, oh, but then, the but then one day they're like, Mason, you should play an instrument and like play with us. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get like, you know, we'll get like, like you know, go, go backstage, be girls and everything. Blah, yeah. Everything would be great. And it's like, ah, no, uh, no, I don't really know how to play anything. I play like, like I dabble in saxophone, but that's not cool. And like, I remember that. I remember that day. They all like looked at me like, what, <laughs> what, what? Since when? It's like, oh, I learned when I was like younger a little bit, but like I'm not very good. But it's like, and, and it's not cool. It wouldn't fit. It's like Mason. That's the coolest thing we <laughs> we've ever heard. Bring it in, please. Just jam with us. And we're like, oh, okay. And then you know, we 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 had they had a rehearsal. They had a re- rehearsal room and like a, a mates. You know, a mate's neighbor's like massive house. It was like like, like part of the Guinness's house. Oh, nice. Like, okay. like, like, I don't know. He was living next door. He was living out in the country, and the Guinness family was like down the road, and they just let him uh, let us uh, jam there for a bit. That's when I l- learned to play with people, play by ear, mm-hmm. and and you know, like oh, uh, still shit at this stage. You're not shit. But still, no, 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 still shit. No, 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 still, 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 still shit at this. Still shit after all these years. <laughs> Um, uh, but then, yeah, and then, and then uh, I, th- and then I joined his brother's band, uh, the bassist from that band. I joined the brother's band. Uh, uh, they were called Nugget at the time. Nugget after the uh, the unbelievable Cake song, which uh, Cake? A band called Cake. Yeah, they're Don't the, know them. The, the real, the real, the real American. They didn't really cross over uh, transatlantic very much as like a lot of actually there's a there's a lot of bands that don't travel across the Atlantic very very strongly that are like have a huge following in the states mm. uh, like bands like cake bands like you know Ben Folds 5 Love ben Folds. don't know them either uh it's uh Jules Holland called them punk rock for sissies it's uh, Jules Holland did ju- yes <laughs> yes Punk rock for sissies, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, Ben Folds is one of my favorite recording artists. I'll have to get it's, it, listen, then. Yeah, I, judging by your, I know you're a, an eclectic guy, <laughs> but judging by it, it's very different from the uh, the, the vast array of yeah. CDs that you have here. Um, the funny thing is, I have so every CD that's there, right? I have them from when I was 11. I've never thrown a CD out, so you can nice. see, you can actually, see, if you go through them, you can kind of go. 
because that that's from that is all up to the age of that side's all up to the age of like 17 i think and that side is all up to the age of until I got my record player. So about is, so it is so it is kind of it's, oh there it's, is there's a there is a method auto, to the madness. There's an, there's an autobiographical. <laughs> oh, there is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you did it. <laughs> yeah, you did it. But it's so you can go. Friends of mine have flicked through that, and they just go like, "Why do you have this one?" I was like, "Just there was just a phase when I was 13." He goes, "Fair enough." But I the the Akon album, "Convicted" with a C for the no with the K for the C is still there. It's the first album I ever got. Nice and it's one. Such a bad album. <laughs> such a bad like sure the uh, sure the um uh, I remember one of the questions he asked on one of your other podcasts. What's the first album you I'll ever be bought? asking you that as well. Oh, right? oh, oh yeah. Do you want it? Do you, you want it now? Yeah, no, I can do it. Well, we can do it. Well, uh, I don't I was, know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get to it. It's you know, it's it's shameful. It's unshameful.ly uh, That. My friend St- still love you, Nelly. My friend was Hybrid Theories by Lincoln Park. I was like, I wish that was mine. <laughs> mine was mine was Nelly suit sweat or oh, sweat no. <laughs> sweat sweat suit or whatever it was. Was that even the one that had hot in here on it? No, it was, no. no, it was not hot in here. It was, it was I think Dilemma was on it, oh, okay. and uh, like like not really any other hits uh, from my from my memory. I, like I can't remember <laughs> a lot of the songs. I actually heard someone dissect that album. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, some nerds on. Uh, shout out to NTS Radio. Uh, <laughs> NTS is like a, a an app that you can get, and there's two live channels. It's just like m- musical music nerds from around the world, oh, right, just okay. like doing shows. I couldn't recommend it more. Yeah, I have to get so, that. Goes, so well. so many lovely you just discoveries. Get it on, app on your phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can choose to pay for it or not if you want to. It's like please hmm. support so we can stay independent. I'm like, yeah, man. You like so good for Why not? Dis- yeah. so good for discoveries and like super eclectic. Like like you know, there's black metal shows. There's breakfast shows. There's there's, you know, speech. Someone, some guy did a special on rave intro, like illicit rave intros of just of just people speaking uh, at pro, at protests before like illegal raves or something oh, like that. Wow. I'm like this is that is weird. But uh, NTS is cool. Yeah. Um. What were we talking about? We gotta we we gotta control our rabbit holes. What were we talking about? No. Uh, what we're talking about? You're uh you were in, you were staying with the Guinnesses. Uh, or you were staying in the house nearby, and then you joined a new band. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, and, and, then, were, yeah. and then, and then, uh, battle. Then, then we got Battle of the Bands, yeah, and yeah, Kieran, yeah. and Kieran Black uh, invited us to Battle of the Bands, and then, then I met another band there, um, who had my my Dublin my Dublin introduction, my okay. introduction to the Dublin scene. Alison Reynolds, love you. <laughs> uh, she's another sax player uh, who's now in the now sax player of the Late Late Show. Oh wow! You know, you know, yeah, yeah, That's a she's, good gig. yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> she's big up. Um, she invited me to Depp for her and in, into something, and then that led to another thing, that led to another thing, and then you know, uh, you know, you know, before I before I knew it, this hobby Became just a... just unwrap just snowballed into something out of control, and uh, now I'm playing all the time. Yeah, because I was going through, because uh, I do do a bit of research for the guests, don't worry, when they come on. <laughs> so mm. I was going through, like, uh, I was going through your Instagram, just to be honest. I was just like, he's in this band, he's in this band, he's in this band. Oh, I God, like, I, haven't, I haven't updated that thing in a while. Um, I didn't even realize that you played with Nilo. I yeah, was, I yeah. I might have seen yeah, that so performance, did, so, I think. So he, he got on to me... Uh, uh, Nilo got on to me uh, during lockdown. I, like I've been to his shows before. I play with the, uh, I play with one of his bandmates, uh, yeah. R- uh, Raf, uh, who with Yuli. Yeah, yeah, I've seen. Uh, yeah, uh, with Yuli. So, um, so that was kind of like a, I guess that was my in mm. or whatever. Uh, he sent me his first album 
Uh, he sent me his first album uh, before it was released and nominated for like RTE Choice Prize it's and everything like that. Album. It's like, oh man, see, man, see if you can uh, lay something down on this. And I was like, uh, uh, like almost out of my depth or, and kind of like, you know, when you're given so much freedom, it's like, I don't know what to do on this. I, like I hadn't even like properly like met the guy, uh, like met the guy like one on one. We weren't mm. like we weren't like chummy or mates at that stage. And I'm like, I don't know what to do on this. And they ended up finishing the out. I, I ended up putting nothing on it. And then they put it out. It's like, oh, shit. Nice one. It's like, no, but I want to have you uh, come, come gig with me. And then I started gigging with them and like writing writing lines around some of the songs that were already already written and some new new ones which we did do some recording mm. on a on may on maybe an album i don't know how i don't know if there was any uh, announcements for it but there may be an album <laughs> uh, uh nilo's second album Major and i may special. have done a few lines on it <laughs> and i may be really excited are we getting a scoop <laughs> uh yeah you see i don't know yeah. i don't know if we're if i'm allowed scoops well, well, we can just blur this whole part. Well, sorry, <laughs> just, we can't blur it. Just, just one big bleep. Bleep, yeah. Just one big bleep. Because uh. <laughs> it is. I remember seeing Nilo the first time. Um, is it is it Uli or Yuli? It's Yuli. Yuli, uh, uh, like Yuli. U, like Ulysses. Oh, the first oh. the first syllable of Ulysses. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I remember seeing him play with the full like the band because I'd seen him. I see. Yeah, we are, he does a lot of uh, solo shows. Yeah, uh, uh, just because like like he we were meant to go to London there. Um, uh, too many of the band members were sick. Okay. Uh, there was a, that seasonal flu is. Uh, Bit what, of a what's this, bastard. What's this seasonal flu you're talking it's about? Ju- it's just, it's just, it's just the, fl- it's just the flu. Oh, it is actually just yeah, the yeah, flu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not the c word, man. Not the c word, Jesus. Uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's destroying. Pe- it's destroying a lot of people uh, at the moment. It's destroying. It's, this, it's wh- destroying gigs. What's that? There's that that there's that uh, flu going around for kids called. It's like a respiratory one as well. That's apparently. Just Come on, man. We're space. we're all just trying to have a good time. Yeah. Here. Okay. We'll we'll move on. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why I brought that up, but um, yeah. So like, but, so, uh, 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 so yeah, yeah. Yuli does a lot of solo shows, uh, and whenever whenever he can, he's a good dude. Um, tries to bring the live band in, which which is a quintet or a sextet. I'm not sure. I think there's like five or six members. There's a lot of members the last time I yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, and then with Nilo as well, he gets like he tries to uh, pile on as many as many. Uh, musicians as humanly possible even though he d- he does like you know just like tracks tracks mm. gigs with just himself maybe a backing singer uh with him as as much as he can you know it's all like when there's money involved bring in yeah. bring in more heads <laughs> like the more people the, are yeah possible. the more the merrier these are really there's like these are really wholesome guys like they don't have you know, they don't have over expanded egos you mm. get on really well with them they're they're good they're very good leaders, you know. They're good band leaders, and I really enjoy playing with them. And that's all that matters. Yeah, in the yeah, end. yeah. And and the tune and the tunes are savage. The tunes are very good. It's funny. Nilo was one of those ones that I saw. I I don't know if it was his first gig, but I saw him open for. Did he open or was he just? It was New Sense. Remember? Uh, New Sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh man. Gen- uh, 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 Ovi Genova is. Oh, oh they're I, fucking. They're unbelievable. Oh man, man. He, he his 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 uh, hip hop cadence is one of my favorite in Dublin. Uh, Genova. Uh, he actually just brought out a song. He just brought out a song. <laughs> I listened to it last night. It was fantastic. It was. It hit hard. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Oh, there's so much good hip hop coming out of Ireland as well. It's, it's nuts. It's, 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 it's insane. It's amazing. But the hip hop is fucking great. It's it's great. It's great. Like even like my uh, friend of mine, Jake Hurley now, 
um, I had no idea that he could rap for ages. Now he's local boy. Mm. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he brought out he brought out an album. He brought out an album uh, like, too long ago. It was yeah, very good. yeah, yeah, very, just very a couple good. weeks ago. Yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, really cool. Burner it's, Records as well is the thing that he helps which run with a bunch of other rappers as well in Dublin. It's fantastic to see. Mm-hmm. It's very it, it's very uh, like he's it's it's very slow and controlled. Mm. He sings and he sings a lot. It almost sounds like an indie rock album or something that would something that would have been like popular in. Uh, in that lovely uh, like section of our childhood where <laughs> Phantom FM was oh, yeah. reigned supreme. I haven't heard anyone mention Phantom FM Dude, in man, years. Man, <laughs> you, you know you know how some people like uh, play a bunch of like songs from the nineties. Now people are, are yeah, yeah, yeah. T- now I think well maybe is it just me and and people that I people that I know that I go into deep dives like hey remember this we can nostalgically talk about that period from like 2005 to 2015 <laughs> where it's like you remember this and you, you know you bring up block party and everything oh. that was on Kerrang yeah, and yeah. uh and Scores, remember FM. Scores? No. <laughs> <laughs> look uh, look at look avenues avenues yeah. you, like there's there's a million there's a million darker paths that you seem to have walked down and then there's a then there's a million like lighter paths that <laughs> I kind of that, that I probably walked down. Well, well the, the thing that I can't get over is even just with the fashion that's going on at the moment, if you walk through Grafton Street, you'll see girls who are about 15 or 16 that are dressed like they're in an All Saints video. And you're just Woo! like, that fashion, I like, I haven't seen anybody dressed like that in fucking 20 years. And it's now just back with, with like girls oh. that are my sister's age and stuff. I was like, what, what is going on? She's like, it's that just was... in, it's just the nineties are in now at the, the moment. Oh, 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 the nineties are in. I mean, I mean, or the like, like everything's in somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you just, if you look hard enough, <laughs> like, like whatever, you know, whatever about, whatever about trends, like the most, like the, like most people, these most young people between the ages of twenty and thirty are dressed like this now. It's like, yeah, but you know, I went to I went to this corner of Dublin and I saw a bunch of like goths. It's like, <laughs> like, like I don't know, I don't know, like like black metal dress is isn't in, but there's mm. still. I'm looking at a a sea of what looks like really fun fun guys it's not all people. black metal no 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 I, i'm not referring i'm not referring no i'm not referring i was like the, the, i'm that. just i'm just pointing at yeah, yeah i'm just pointing at shit i know that i you know let the record show yeah. that mason is flailing around pointing at random shit i can attest that he is um how did actually um the because the we met because i saw you op- uh play with skinner uh, with skinner yes so how did that come about because i was watching this, this, the, the st- stage and I've seen Skinner like more times than I can count. I just see you walk on. It's like, is there, is there a saxophone player on stage at the moment? And wow. it, it works so well as well. By the way, I thought well, it was fantastic. Well, actually, a lot of lines. Uh, so I, I first came into uh, familiarity with Skinner's stuff uh, in a really great way. Uh, so I work for Dublin Vinyl. Uh, All right, okay. I, I got it. I got. I started working for them uh, just doing like uh, quality control and assembly stuff uh, in the beginning of I think. 20 uh december 2020 2020 2020 um one of my bandmates donna malloy love you mm-hmm. uh yeah you okay we're here we're, yeah, here we're here <laughs> i was i was being polite yeah no i, I could see mm. you i could see you with it in your hand for ages and it was just like he wants it <laughs> oh okay yeah ah oh, nice warm cheers. nice warm hop house cheers man cheers, thank oh, you. thanks for having me over this <laughs> no is problem. fucking great um so uh, uh he 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 uh founded dublin vinyl in 2018 uh you, you know, then he had to. Then is he had only to leave. as recent as that, is it? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. It was cool. Him and Hugh Scully set it up. 
Um, and then he got me to like, you know, he needed to get something out of the door. He needed to get an order set up. It was like mm. Bombay Bicycle Club or something like that. He needed to put like stickers on the sleeves or something like that. So he got a bunch of people to to like a big assembly line of people doing this, ready to get this needs to be out of here by three o'clock. <laughs> uh, and then I just kept and then he kept calling me in. Uh, so anyway, I was working for Dublin Vinyl. I still work for them. I did hand in my notice uh, last week. Ooh. So ne- oh. uh, next week is my last week in Dublin Vinyl. Uh, it's been it's been great. It's just I need I you know, the yeah. gi- the gigs have come back and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable enough to be like, OK, I don't need this this steady salary anymore. I, yeah, can pro- yeah. I can probably leave myself afloat and I'm going to be happy and broke <laughs> and have time to think. It's going to be great. Um, but uh, I was in Dublin vinyl one day, like uh, right around, right around the time where Skinner was coming out with his EP, his mm-hmm. grung EP. Uh, it had a, it had a like five oh, song EP the name of and we, and we pressed is. it in Dublin vinyl. And I'm like, you see in this, it's like, and I'm putting on the record. I'm like, wow, this is, pretty fucking good and then one of the one of the press operators are like yeah he's like a he's like a kid he's he's a kid from dublin like or, or is he from dublin no he's not from dublin i don't think he's he? well he li- no know, he's not from, i know no. he's he lives Aaron's in leekslip oh yeah that's right yeah well no uh leitrim leekslip a leak slip. He lives up beside, the other, He lives up beside Zach, and Zach lives in Leak Slip. I shouldn't be doxing them on the but <laughs> I know he's from, Aaron. He's where from are you slip. from? He's from Leak Contact slip. us, please. <laughs> uh, Which is in Dublin, I think. But uh, but uh, anyway, I was I was he's listening. I was listening to the record. Yeah. There was like there was like a blemish on it, and I'm like, guys, I really want to do a good job on this. Can you print another like two hundred, like uh, another hundred of these because these have some non-fill. It's just like a like a like a an audio an audio. F- blemish a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. pimple the, yeah. the vinyl had a p- pimple so it's like no press another bunch of these because I actually want this to be perfect because I really like the record There's and there was saxophone on it as well it's like oh, I wonder who he got and uh, and little did I know he Your did it all himself like, oh really yeah Aaron uh, like Skinner Aaron from Skinner recorded all the saxophone on his early on his earlier stuff wow uh, uh, actually on no on, on all of his stuff besides Dog Days which, which he brought me in for okay um, oh you're on yeah, that are you uh, yeah 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 so I he brought me in he brought me in one day just like like just you know, one day to be like, so this this song is gonna be based around uh, Dog Day Afternoon, uh, uh, Dog Day Afternoon, yeah. which I'm like, that's so that's incredibly that's incredibly amazing cool. film, amazing film. Uh, never, yeah, you never yeah, seen yeah, it? No, no, no I, I totally have. Oh yeah, I totally brilliant. have. Watch, we watched it over COVID. It was the first time seeing it. I just I think I watch. I think I might watch it every. I think I might watch it every decade. You know, I might, I might watch that every decade just to just to see like where I am. It's like, oh, it still stands up. It's yeah, a I think I watched it when I was film as well. Hmm? Like it features like a, a couple, a couple with oh, his partner's super. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the, amazing. His 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 uh, his wife is. Yeah. Uh, was, yeah. Christ, it really was. Uh, and that's the, the, some of that is in the lyrical content of yeah. Dog Days, which I think is fucking rad. But I remember seeing it just the when he when Aaron starts going Attica, Attica. I was just like, it's oh, like, oh yeah. yeah, you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> and then the kiss me, kiss me, we, yeah, yeah, <laughs> kiss me, kiss me. I'm like, because uh, that didn't register. He's like, what's that? It's like, oh, he says that to the cop. I'm like, oh, of course. <laughs> and I like rewatch, like I think I rewatched that film in my. You, you ever get like a rush of nostalgia whenever you see whenever you something clicks and it's like you end up rewatching the entire film in like a mill- in a millisecond in your in your and memory it's kind of like the real prost like madeleine like ah. it happens to me every so my my favorite film um with the, the as in the film that i watched that i enjoyed the most every time i watched it, is scott pilgrim versus the world and every single <laughs> swear to god and i say like i remember saying it to dave and he goes aren't you like a cinephile don't you watch like a bunch of films i was like yeah and he goes 
Why that because one? I, I, it just brings me so much joy. I don't. I love Edgar Edgar Wright, one of my favorite directors. Yeah, no yeah, space yeah. That, Like uh, that wouldn't even be my favorite. Ed, like it's not. Know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it wouldn't it's be just my favorite. The, Edgar as, I keep, as I say, I have to. I have to like explain to people. It's like it's just the film that when I watch it, it brings me the most joy. And they're just like, okay, whatever. But mm. the scene, the scene, Black Sheep, is that every by metric. Every time I hear that song, the whole film oh, just goes through my right, head every right. time. It's, it's every that, time. that film is so Canadian and what? so. Yeah, actually, it's, it's inc- how how Canadian is it for someone from the states? <laughs> it's it's ex- it's extremely. Can- I don't know. I, I I find it extremely Canadian. I'm not. I'm now. I'm, yeah, even here. Yeah. Now I'm not your typical uh, American boy, <laughs> as you can as you can probably tell. My friends would tell you that I'm. I the thing is, it, it I'm kind of. A, I like to think myself as a little anomaly. I'm I'm totally American. I, I won't I won't be. Totally Irish in most people's eyes, even though even though I lived here 19, 18 years. If you, like you've been living here longer than you were in the states. Right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I hit. I I I jumped. I jumped that when I was. So I was fourteen. So yeah, yeah. I've been here like four years more. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you know, my best. My best years. My best years. Uh, but uh, but also some of my best mates is like, oh yeah, he's more Irish than most of us. <laughs> Like, like begrudgingly, yeah. like, like reluctantly, Fuck. like, uh, uh, yeah, his love, his love for, his love for, uh, his love for Guinness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love, I, I heard Guinness, Guinness sponsor us, Diageo sponsor us. I would adore that. <laughs> just, just keep plugging, man. Just keep plugging, yeah, just, keep, plugging. Uh, just keep plugging films and, and, and things like Hop House. I nearly did it to Zach actually the other day where myself and, like, myself and Zach recorded an episode last week and I want, I really wanted to do it. I'll probably do it to a next time where I just do fake ads. Just go, okay, now we do an ad read and just, just do a read or even just do it to like a, a Menscape. A, yeah. Just, just, no, but not even, not even, just make up a random company and like, just, just, and I would oh love God. to do it. Did, uh, did, but, um, did, did, have you ever gotten a, a comedian on, on here? I haven't had a comedian on. Get a, asked, get, get a comedian asked, on, get a garless com- comedian on here. I would, I, there's yeah. a comedian that I've, I've been meaning to ask to come on, but I don't want to ruin it because I don't want to name, I, name got, it up I, I, I got, a, I got a guy for you. Oh, I do get, you actually? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I got a guy for you. He'd love to, who I don't know who's like uh, he's he's great. He, uh, I sometimes he sometimes comes into the foggy dew and uh, he's runs some. I won't I won't name drop him here. Yeah, don't. I'll, I'll tell you in I'll tell you yeah, in we'll closer tell, yeah, quarters. Tell me <laughs> uh, but he, he runs like loads of uh, actually fun, funny enough. We met. It's a really funny story how we met. Uh, I remember being at a rehearsal one day, but it's like, oh, there's a Rick and Morty pub quiz that uh, oh, it was. I th- love th- that. This was this was two. This was only uh, in the middle of the third season. Oh, okay. It was in the middle of the third season, so there's only two real, really two and yeah. a half seasons to kind of memorize. I was a big fan. That was that was that was, yeah, that was when it was that was pe- that was peak. Yeah, that was peak Rick and Morty yeah. uh, goodness. Mm. You know. Uh, so I went and like, uh, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to nail this. I joined a table with two people that hardly have watched it. They, uh, they had no idea. We got second place <laughs> just because I was, I was like, so oh, oh, the Gor- oh, the Gorglians. Oh, Mumford and Sons. Oh, the, uh, this, I like every, like I nail, I nailed it. Every question we got second place all be, all just because I was unhealthily, uh, obsessed <laughs> with it. And I went back to my rehearsal and then I came back. Only to learn that, man, you got second place. The guy doing the pub quiz is this dude. Yeah. And he's just like, can I buy you a drink, man? That was really, that was really fucking impressive. I'm like, yeah, cheers, man. And uh, just a, a, like a beautiful friendship blossomed. Oh, that's, and that's a lovely and now, story. Now I go to his, now I, I, I try to make it. No, I haven't been to any of his comedy shows. Fuck's sake. I'm such a terrible friend. 
He's been to my gigs, fuck's sake. Uh, so so well, selfish. Oh, I don't think he'll hold it to you. Don't worry. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know he's, oh, he's a good dude. I'm going to put you in touch with him. You can geek, do, yeah. you can geek out very well. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I, I, I reckon you guys would be like... No, because a big stand-up, big stand-up comedy fan. Um, uh, we've just become best friends. Yeah. <laughs> One of those moments. Well, I, we got completely sidetracked. You were saying, saying how you got into... Uh, Skinner. Skinner. <laughs> so uh, a, band, a band mate of mine recommended it. Uh, he was laying down the drums yeah. for, uh, for some of Skinner's tracks. Uh, and then he says like, oh, he's looking for someone to jump in on a live gig. And it's like, so I learned all the songs and it's like, oh, actually the the show got postponed. It's like, oh, I can't do the new date. Uh, and so someone else did that. But then I learned all the songs. I'm like, oh, I'd love to play with that guy. You know, mm. I'd really like his tunes. And then the next show came on. I think it was the one in Workman's. Uh, the, the, the working, there was a Workman's show. Not yeah. the working class, the Irish Music Week. The Ireland Music Week was, uh, show, which was which was unreal, which was unreal. I really loved jamming with the. I loved uh, playing with the guys. They're all a bunch of legends, mm. you know. Zach oh, they're Hayman, all lovely, boys. Yeah. Oh my god, yes! Uh, I had a lot of had a lot of fun. Actually, what I loved was that uh, Aaron gave me loads of uh, material because uh, loads of like reference material. He gave me like uh, James Clark and uh, or uh, James White and the Blacks, uh, some like you know Devo and some like really. <laughs> Uh, really, um, niche maybe, or, uh, how can I, how can I tell it? It's like saxophone playing that is so bad, that, that's so dissonant and okay. so chaotic and bad and almost bad and like cr almost cringy that it's good, that it's, that it's, uh, avant-garde. Maybe, oh, maybe okay. avant-garde in a certain way, like lots of like, just be as dirty as you can, which I tried to emulate, uh, in dog, day, yeah. in dog days. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, I, I, I've been wanting to cut my teeth on that kind of fucking play, kind of playing as ugly as possible <laughs> because I'm such a clean player. But it is one of the saxophone is one of those instruments that like when you're at a gig, right? And there's a saxophone player and they're oh bad. It's oh. the only thing that you, you know, it's one of those, it's just one of those instruments that if it's bad, you can just hear it. You feel like your man had a fucking whiplash going, who's flat? <laughs> who's, who's flat? We have an out of tune yeah, player yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Raise your hand now, because if you don't know you're, you're out of tune, I'm afraid that's even worse. <laughs> oh, my God. What a banger of a film. You know, a friend of mine hates that movie because she's like, nobody in their right mind would be that mean. And I was like, it's yes, not... they would. But that's not really the point. Have you the... have you heard about, you know, you know, war is a thing. Yeah. People are mean. People are <laughs> people. People are mean. People are that mean. The, that was my takeaway from All Quiet on the Western Front. The people are mean. <laughs> people can be mean. Harrowing film, by the way. Uh, Fuck me, it's brutal. Like added very to the good. added to the list. Uh, what? Oh no, what was it? What was I going to say? Uh, uh, another an, another mate of mine didn't want to watch the film. Uh, another another bandmate of mine, Kyle. Uh, he so he went to he did New Park he he, he did jazz drumming he actually oh, went wow, to okay, jazz yeah. school and everything and my friend was recommending like oh man there's this new film Whiplash I think you should watch it and he's like okay it's like no I really think you should watch it and he just kind of said like look wanna I, 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 I went I went through it I don't really want to be I don't really want it to be romanticized on or anything like that you know whatever how how did you get ended up getting into um, ska by the way so oh man that was a rock that was a rocky road mm. so uh um so i was going to uh, i was mates uh, with my uh, mate allison who kind of introduced me into the dublin scene they were in a band uh, a bunch of these people were in a band called the candidates uh, i started playing i started depping for allison in a wedding band or like a function band called early house we played in be a bar which is now p max 
Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, 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 Beer yeah. bar was the Be- number one bar, bar to yeah. get uh, if you were under eighteen to get a pint. Wow, that really? Was, that, really? Was, that was the bar. It that was, was the bar. To get I, re- one, yeah. I remember being a lot more clinical or a lot no, more. No, like, that was where we always wow. went to get a to get beer bar. If you want to get a pint when you're under eighteen, go to beer bar. It is, ni- it is nicely tucked away. But uh, I started doing like uh, Friday nights there or something like that. Mm. And uh, it was the first time I was ever paid for a gig. Oh, <laughs> and so, <laughs> so at the end, so at the end, it was like, here you go. I get handed a fifty, and it's like, oh no, you don't need to do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, it's okay. It's and they're like, Mason, you played. No, yeah. no, 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 you 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 played. It's like, oh no, I was terrible tonight, though. I was, you know, it's all. This is a learning process. It's like, Mason, take the fucking money. yeah, take it. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, wow, this is pretty cool. That was my first taste. Now I just got greedy. <laughs> no, but uh. uh so our uh, early house, the ba- that uh, that band that I was yeah. playing with, uh, they were uh, a lot of those members were in a band called the Candidates. It was like a funk band uh, who did a lot of like opening shows for like touring, touring funk bands like they opened for Breakastro one time. Uh, this was before. And then they're like, oh, Mason, we should get you in for a Candidates thing. But then they broke up. OK, so then they broke up and it's like, actually, a lot of the members are going to start another band. And instead of funk, we're going to play ska. It's like, oh, cool. It's like first wave Jamaican ska. It's going to be great. It's mm. like, oh, cool. Like, and me knowing absolutely nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing about ska or reggae. Like like my knowledge of reggae stopped at maybe maybe uh, just beyond just beyond Bob Marley. Yeah, I think that's you know, what, I think that's like, most people. Like well. most, yeah. like most people. I like reggae. Who do you like, you know, Bob Marley? <laughs> yeah, it's like I think the Clash dabbled. I think the Clash dabbled in in uh, like moments of reggae as well. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure, I think yeah. well, they definitely embraced it because you know the Clash embraced all sorts of music. And yes, yeah, the Clash, the Clash, Clash would be Clash, Clash would be my my one of my top top guys. Have you listened to the podcast that breaks down their career? Yeah, with your man from Public Enemy. Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fan- it's fantastic. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I cool. didn't know any of that. When I, I listened to it. There was a lot of things that I didn't. There's a lot of things that I knew. I knew they were like really open minded and really like against like like you know they're they're not fighting the fuck yeah. we're not fighting we're dancing here. But sure, like Rock the Casbah is one of the most politically charged songs, and it's so no, fun. So they're <laughs> no, so one of so one of their most pol- uh, politically charged songs was white. Uh, it was a single. In between the first two records, or or maybe before London Calling, called okay. White Man in Hammersmith Palace. I don't know there, that now. To be honest, uh, that, uh, that is that is a tune. That's that that it's a reggae tune. It's a it's an it's a reggae, it's a reggae tune. Like a proper reggae tune. Like it's 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 got oh, right, the, it's got the syncopated. Uh, uh, it's like punk reggae. It's yeah. it's it's fucking cool. That's that's one of my favorite things about the Clash. Before I actually. You know, you know, you know, that I learned after I liked yeah. the clash and then I realized like, oh, my God, they were fucking innovative and really, really yeah, cool and, and opening. I love I think it's really punk to not adhere to a certain sound because they their sound kept evolving. And it's like, no, we're not going to no, we're not going to like bring just the old punk energy like we did on our first album into into this. It's like because we don't. Yeah, we don't need to do that. It's like, oh, let's make a disco song. <laughs> like like Topper Heaton, the drummer, was a huge uh, a Chic fan. Really, he lo- they 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 were in the same studio at 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 one time. Uh, I think the Clash uh, were recording in a studio. I read this in uh, in uh, uh, Joe Strummer uh, uh, biography mm. called Redemption Song. Uh, and Topper Heaton like like learns that Sheik are recording in one of the one of the studios like down uh, down the aisle, and he just runs in, going, "I love you, Ralph." <laughs> and I, I could I, I could just see it happening so clearly in my head, like that is so that is so banging. And all the guys are like, you know, uh, 
they, they used to come over to New York, and I think they, I think they pointed out, I, we want Grandmaster Flash to open for us. <laughs> Because like they were like Joe's, Joe Strummer has the best like my favorite music taste of anyone on the fucking planet. Do you have an autobiography? He he has a no. He doesn't have. There is there was a there was a there was a biopic. Biopic. Okay. There's a biopic that came out called Rude Boys. It was it's very it's no. So you know John Cusack. Uh, I think John Cusack is is become too old to play Joe Strummer because I can't think of anyone else to play Joe Strummer other even though he's American. Because uh, John Cusack is the biggest, you know, he's like he's a big Clash fan. Is he? John Cusack, my, my one of the. John Cusack is a very underrated actor. He's yeah. he's 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 one of my he's one of my favorite actors, and he's but at the same time he's not. I know, yeah. he, like he's he's nuanced. He's kind of like uh, he's kind of like Jeff Goldblum. He's really hard to. He's really hard to figure out. He's really nuanced. He's like I don't know why I like him. <laughs> Do you know I've seen Jeff Goldblum in quite a few films. And he, I always feel like he's just himself, just in a different setting. But there's some films where I see him where I really like him in it. And then there's other films where I see him in it where for some bizarre reason that escapes gotta, me, I just uh, find him on. annoying. <laughs> uh, like, like, you gotta, you know. you know, brilliant you know. in The Fly. Now, I will say that. That's I've what, never, I've, have I've you never seen, seen this? I've never, no, no, oh, no, no, no. I've just, never seen The Fly. I, 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 disgusting. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I do, I do need to do a lot of Cronenberg deep dives. Um, I, I've... Yeah, I haven't, but, I haven't, I haven't dabbled, I haven't dabbled enough in Cronenberg. One of Cronenberg's best films doesn't even have body horror, and it's Eastern Promises. Um, oh, oh yeah, you did that. Yeah, that's he? Eastern Promises. I love, I love that. I love that spot. I love that naked spot. I was just spa, to say the, the spa naked scene spa is one fight. Of the best fights. Go on, Vigo. Go it's on, Vigo. fucking terrifying. Yeah. It's so it's brilliant. V, Vigo was nominated for for fucking best actor. He should have got it as well. It, yeah, that was that was one. that was great. Because uh, you know uh, William Hurt, they didn't even use a Russian. God damn it. They didn't use the Russian. Uh, uh, like, you, you know, they didn't use a Russian oh, right, actor. Yeah, yeah. They, used, they used an American actor. But he's so good at accents. Yeah, yeah so you kind yeah. of just get away. It's just, like him and uh, Gary Oldman, just the, the accents thing that they do. Uh, Gary Oldman was actually, he was speaking in so much accents in films that he lost his own English accent. <laughs> so he had to, swear to God, this is true. He had to get, an, he had to get a dialect coach to teach him his uh, old accent back, to learn it back. That's cool. That's cool. Um <laughs> Uh, uh, Ska, you were saying that you Ska, joined the band Ska, then, so, yeah. so yeah, yeah, it was, um, uh, so we had Inzer Scholactic, there was like 12, you know, like 12, a band, a big band of 12 jamming in Apple Rock Studios, if anyone remembers Apple Rock Studios over by Basaurus, uh, you know, like fucking Asbestos and it was haunted and... <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. There wasn't actually asbestos. Okay. But, but, but uh, no, it's just because... Was it haunted? Of, was it actually haunted? Uh, because we recorded jam sessions sometimes, it's like, what's that noise? Oh, what's right, that, okay. What's that, what's that voice? <laughs> what's that voice? Like, no one was talking there. Everyone was playing. So, just, okay. Someone, just someone's just whispering sweet nothings <laughs> in the background. Um, uh, but uh, then, uh, you know... Uh, th that's when I kind of learned my chops. Is like I don't know who the scatolites are, but now I do. <laughs> it's like oh oh they just oh they just play, and it's like and then and then you and then you start to play a little bit more, a little bit more, and listening to a lot more. Yeah. And then the and then uh, Donna Malloy, who actually set up Dumpin' Vinyl, was one of the trumpet players, oh, wow, okay. and he got brought in, he got invited to play with the Bionic Rats, uh, who who I was like oh, okay mm. cool. There's another there's another ska band, and then they invited me to come over because the they played with a saxophone player who uh, who who actually had a mild stroke. Okay. Um, uh, Antonello, love you. Uh, uh, he's fine now. He's fine, he's fine now. now. Okay. He's still he, like, like I get I get him to cover for me now. <laughs> uh, he does a lot of teaching and flute playing, and he's a beautiful player, a wonderful soloist. Um, uh, and then 
I remember our, I remember our first gig. It's like, Mason, do you want to jump up? It's like, no, I'm just going to listen. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about reggae. It's like, I'm just going to listen. And they're like, would you just come up? Would you just come up? It, like, we're going to play some specials. You know, specials is like, yeah. kind of. Oh, no, I didn't know. I, I, I didn't know who the specials were uh, in my in my ignorant years. In, well. in my sky ignorant years. Um, and then now, nine years later or 10 years later. Was it 10 years later? Nine years later? Uh, time escapes me. Is it, so Intergalactic was the band that you did. Was was that the first yes. ska band? Yeah, because they've yes. been they've been going a while. Like I remember them on they, the Late Late Show about eight years ago. I oh think. my god, that Late Late Show! Yeah. You know, if you watch the Late Late, uh, oh god, my solo is so my cringy knows, now. My mom knows Intergalactic. I, said, I <laughs> no swear way. to God, I said it to her. She goes, "I know them," and I was just like, "Okay." <laughs> Should have brought some merch. <laughs> well, she, I think, I think she introduced you to the the Late Late Show, and I was all my, my I was talking to did my. Did you see na- my little wink? And my little point. Uh, what? So, oh, sorry. You should. Yes. <laughs> s- s- someone, someone bet me. Someone bet me. Like I will buy you ten pints if you look straight into the camera and point. And I did. <laughs> and like right before, right before, right before playing as well. It's like that. I would hundred percent. Let the record show I, that Mason is winking and pointing. When I do the when I post this on on uh, on Instagram or whatever, it one hundred percent will have the cover art. And then if you slide, just that wink, just that clip. <laughs> just no, 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 no. I, I want you to take a picture of. Uh, no, we have to take a picture now. We have, we have right now. A, yeah. No, 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 <laughs> not no, not right now. When we have a little bit of time, we're we've got our mouth full of beer and do, words. Yeah. Do you know my set? My second ever gig that I went to was uh, was Madness actually, and oh, I went to see it when nice. it was like, which I know, I know they're. Oh not, yeah, they're uh, not, uh, is that when we opened for them? What? Did you open for Madness? We opened for Madness twice. No, well, in, this is back. I was seven. Uh, with inter, so with, I <laughs> with Intergalactic. Um, really? So we did it in the Odyssey in Belfast. That no was, that was, way. That was rad. It was, That's it was, amazing. It was amazing. And then the 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 point as well. That's incredible. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, it was really really fun. I saw the. I I, I, I managed. I played. I played sleigh bells. I fit sleigh bells into a feckin' solo <laughs> in in the three arena because it was like, like the right around Christmas. Song. Right, right around Christmas. It was right around Christmas time, and I'm like, you know, I was coming up to a big solo. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. It went something like that. But uh, oh my god, do you want to hear? Yeah, <laughs> you want to hear I, a fucking funny story yeah, yeah, from uh, from Belfast? We were in the Odyssey Arena. We're like, okay, um, uh, it was like it was a madness show. So there was like loads of catering around. It was like, oh, class. Yeah. So like a big twelve piece band goes and like and like takes all bits of all bits of everything. You take in appetizers, like chicken legs, and fucking and fucking <laughs> lasagna. There's like loads of vodka, and everyone like got yeah, everyone loaded up and sat around a big round table. And, uh, you know, like maybe two, three minutes into the meal, uh, someone uh, uh, someone comes up and whispers into Donna's uh, Donna's ear, uh, Donna, the trumpet player. Um, and and uh, he just he kind of like, OK, he goes, OK. And he really calmly stands up and goes, guys, uh, everybody pick up your meals <laughs> and quietly and calmly walk into our dressing room. And everyone's like, okay, I, I've got, I've got so much food with me. I'm like there. It's like, and we all meet in the dressing room. Like, so that was not our food. <laughs> we or drink, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was not for us. This is for us. And it's like some, uh, you know, it, crisps it, it, and shit. Yeah, yeah, crisps and ham sandwiches. And we're like, oh. And like, oh, and here we got like southern fried chicken and soup and feckin' lasagna and everything. 
<laughs> like a buffet. I would love to see their face when they came out. Oh, what the fuck? You took my lasagna. <laughs> in, in fairness, they bring that. Uh, I, I'm sure they bring that around everywhere, yeah. and uh, you know, you know, it's re- oh, reheated. So but funny. but it was but it was there. That's so it's like remember that time that we that we ate all of Madness's food? <laughs> Thanks, guys. But uh, I remember, like, the, the, I do remember the, the the time that I saw Madness. I was, as I said, it was about six or seven. It's my second gig. I the first thing we saw was a man in his baggy trousers with them down around his ankles, just going just outside. <laughs> and you're like, and you're I, like, well, I, I don't get it. I don't yeah, get it. I went to my dad. I was like, what's oh, going now on? I get it. What's going on? And he just goes, don't mind them. So we go up and sit down <laughs> and. We sit down, and my friend Ryan, I said this, Ryan from Brass Phantoms, he said the same thing. He goes, as soon as they start playing, he goes, all the, you just see all the ska has just beating the shit out of each other. Ow, what? But when we saw them, we just, these lads just knocking each other. This? this? was in the point about 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I, I think a lot of, I think a lot of the, the, the skinhead boys have calmed down loads. And like, when I say skin, when I say skinhead, skinhead is the, the British it, it, skinhead. It, it, yeah. It's, it's not the, uh, it's not the, the neo-Nazi shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's not associated yeah. like that. No, it's not. It's so weird that it's, it's so, such a it's, different movement it's so, in the States than what it is in Britain. Like, it's yeah, kind of, right. uh, it's kind of almost a peaceful existence in, uh, well, not peaceful, but in Britain, it's kind of like there's a, there's oh, a strong oh, mentality kind of thing. Yeah, that goes yeah, with it's it's like always. Oh man, uh, I, I, pl- I played the foggy uh, uh, just last Sunday. Gone, and there mm. was a guy. There was a fucking like neck tattoos and yeah, neck school, tattoos and school. earrings and, and, and everything like a proper proper punker skyhead. And it's, oh, I just I wanted to take a picture of him. I wanted to take a video of him dancing. He was like dancing in front of us. Like, like always anti-fascist, yeah. uh, just plastered on his, on his t-shirt. I'm like, that is the most beautiful, that's the most beautiful yeah, scene awesome. I've ever seen. All the guys, all, like all the guys are great. Uh, all the, like you get these guys who, who look, who would look scary at first to someone who wasn't used to someone mm. plaid in like, like the Ben Shermans and the Doc Martens that are, <laughs> that they might associate with being something scary, but they're all like, oh yeah, hey, let me recommend, oh yeah, Mason, let me tell you about a book I just read. <laughs> like, do you want to borrow it? Which is the same, you know, with, it's the same with heavy metal guys. They're, they're sweet, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, like heavy metal absolutely guys, like, sweethearts. You just see these guys, like there's, there's one guy, I can't remember what band he's in, is he insectoid or something, but he has this, his, his whole face is tattooed, mm. his whole head is tattooed, and he looks, ter- like he does look terrifying. Chat to him for about two seconds. He's the nicest. Like he couldn't be any nicest. I've had it, that experience with every metalhead. Of well, not every metalhead. I've met a few yeah. really dodgy ones. Yeah. Um, but a lot of them are just like they look terrifying. Then you talk to them, just like, oh, how's it going, buddy? You join the gig? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, right? Oh, I, I, I love that. Uh, something that something that reminds me of that. You know the trope. Uh, it's used in a couple films where like t- like some really like uh, innocent where innocent people. Uh, like innocent characters go into a, a bar, like a saloon, oh, yeah, a full, yeah. a full of like tough guys and everything, full of like really hardened like desperados and yeah, everything, yeah. and like ah, like the Three Amigos. Yeah, that's what that's yeah. what I, that's that, that's a clip that I watched Steve later. Martin, isn't it? Steve Martin, yeah. Martin Short, and Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase, yeah. Uh, they go in and go like my, my little buttercup. It's like they think they're they think they're on a set, yeah, <laughs> and they're actually in the Wild West, and there's all these guys, and they do like a fucking number like. My little buttercup. <laughs> it's musical moments. That's one that was rec- that was recommended uh, to me by one. But uh, I love that trope. I, th- I think it's in fucking Tangled and stuff, uh, where in where innocence meets hardened, hardened like dangerous people, and then it comes out that the dangerous people aren't necessarily dangerous. It's Ooh. all it, you know. It's all sort of sort of yeah, facade. Yeah, yeah. It all, it is all sort of attitude. But then it's like. Mm. <laughs> 
uh, Romancing the Stone. Gene, you're June Wilder? I read your books. I read your books. Come on in here. We're not going to rob you or kill you. Come on. We don't need no speak thinking badges. What uh, is that from? Uh, Romancing the Stone. I've Michael Doug. Never seen it. Michael, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. whatever. It's one of those. One of those like. I'm sure blockbusters back in the day. Oh, okay. That's that, that's like. Well, it was great when it came you out. Totally live without now. Away. Yeah. Do you know? Um, I have never had the chance to uh, say this an- uh, anecdote on the podcast, but with the ska thing, I had I had this thing that I used to do with my friends with ska, which was. Um, Funhouse had a video, and in the video they go, "Ska came before reggae, and reggae came before ska." That's all they say, and just as this thing, apparently the rebel is the bass, and the bass is the treble. Apparently, it's, it's just good. Did you know? And it was like the way they do is good. Did you know that ska actually came before reggae, and reggae comes, and that was the thing. And I started doing it to my friends, and I quickly found out that it really, really fucking annoyed them for whatever bizarre reason. They would just go, "Stop fucking saying that." <laughs> so I would go through extreme lengths to try and get it into conversations to the point that, like, one time I went over to my friend's house. And for the whole bus journey, it was like, okay, created a fake podcast um, went through, that's about music history and went, and I, I p- rehearsed the whole speech. And I had him going for a half an hour about this podcast. And then at the end, he was like, what's the name of it? It's like, oh, it's just called Music History or something. It's presented by, what, what's what's his name? And then after half an hour, I was like, and like, I was like, and they're talking about like how metal became from like, fucking like Beethoven and stuff inspired like the Triton and all that and, it was, and I went into incredible detail and then in the end it was like and then that ska came before reggae and then I just looked at him for like two, two seconds and he looked at me and, and I could just, just see stop, and they just stopped there searing. I could just see he's like are you fucking serious he goes is this podcast real? I was like, nope. But he goes, I hate talking to you. He just, <laughs> he just, he just left. <laughs> uh, 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 no, that, that's punk, man. Don't never give the people what they want. <laughs> never give the people what they want. Always, always, dis- <laughs> always try to discourage. Uh, I, I went with a, um, uh, I've been, I've been listening to a lot of another podcast called No Dogs in Space. It's like a. a, a By Marcus a, Parks. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I only just saw the deep, last. The, the I only just saw into last, like punk bands and the stuff. The one like he did on amazing. Beastie Boys is fucking phenomenal. I'm, I'm in the, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm on the last fucking episode of the Beastie phenomenal. Boys one. It's fucking unreal. So, and what a band to, uh, to bridge. Oh, they're brilliant. What a band to bridge punk to their alternative uh, sort of uh, mm. uh, season. So a hardcore band when they started. There was, yeah, I know. Yeah, which is I, I know. And it, because there's loads of hardcore songs they, on Ill Communication. Yeah, and there's a Heart few. Attack, they Heart actually attack, have man. like what you what you want is like even has like a metal kind of thing to it. It's a, they're just a fantastic, but they're a brilliant. I know, band. I, Sabotage I, I is a straight hardcore song just with rapping in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so one of my favorite one of my favorite videos and like live performances is the, as you know, like everyone everyone recommends the Sabotage uh, live on Letterman. Mm. Uh, I've never seen that actually. Uh, it is it is it is the most believable. It is the most believable musical performance I've ever. I, I think I've ever seen. They are they are trying. They are playing. Those are those are guys that are playing to their truest selves. Okay. Like they're playing sabotage. Uh, all the all the Beastie Boys lads on, oh, actually on, on, their, their, instruments. on their instruments oh, on their instruments and they're doing it per and they're doing it perfectly. I've never seen a better performance <laughs> than that. And like people bring that up all like people recommend that stuff all the time. And I'm like, yes, I know, I know. It's 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 truly like. It's just so per- it's it's just so perfect. But you got to bear in mind how important Letterman was back then as well, because if it, like even right. a, st- a stand-up comedian would go on Letterman and they, I remember I was even just watching Adam Sandler talk about it, and he was saying that he goes, I did a stand-up show on I did, I did uh, Letterman, that. and he goes, and the next day he goes, people just recognized me everywhere I went. He goes, I never experienced before after Letterman, everybody knew who I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like like whatever about like like a lot of a lot of television sort of the television like like culture or mm. something like that I, like i'm not i'm not a big fan letterman would probably be th- my most 
I don't know, my most uh, tolerable. The only one, uh, the only talk them? show that I watched, I do like Graham Norton. I watched Graham Norton with my ball nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. Conan Gra- O'Brien can be fun. Right? Gra- Conan O'Brien for me was just. I, oh, I just, Con- lo- I just love Conan O'Brien in general. Mm. I remember we were. I remember we were away. Because he always gets Norm on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, when he had yeah. when he had Norm. On, oh my God, the moth every, joke every, is I one know, of the I, best. I, I, I know every. This is. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was listening to the uh, to oh, Dave. Dave, Dave I, was, yeah. I was listening to Dave's podcast. It's like he's articulating everything that's going on in my brain. Wow! I actually have a question from Dave, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, no I, have question, I have a fan question from Dave because I did ask Dave. I was like, just out of curiosity, I'll have Mason on tomorrow. Um, <laughs> is there any question you want to ask him? And he came up with uh, it's a good question. Uh, uh, what what is it about Dave that you relate to so much? Uh, I, I guess in a word is taste. Taste. His, okay. his, his, ta- his taste. Uh, like uh, he's into a lot of uh, harder, harder stuff than I am. Mm. Uh, l- like a lot of heavier stuff than I am. Uh, but like, not that, not that it, I don't appreciate it. It's not the front of my cue. Our, like I, sometimes I think our taste yeah, this is a this is a weird. I'm surprised you're answering it seriously. <laughs> the, the, theoretical hot take here. Uh, I I kind of made the analogy that that your taste is kind of like a Spotify queue. Okay. There's some things that get moved up the queue that is in the in your forefronts. Like oh yeah 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 the the frontal stuff to me is like you know I what do I what do I keep going on to like Radiohead and Clash and fucking uh, like like new like new hip new jazz hip hop and new mm. like you know Soil and Pimp sessions and other uh, another like hard hardcore jazz stuff would be like in the front of my front of my queue at the moment but then they get moved back by like the odd like okay I'm going to move this up here I'm gonna, I'm going to move up uh uh, Genova's new single. Uh, I'm gonna move up. Oh, <laughs> a- Anamika's new album. Oh, I'm gonna mo- I'm gonna move up all these things, but then the other stuff will still be in the queue. It's like a it's like a never. Yeah, I know actually, actually I not know. a Spotify queue, but like charts. Oh, okay. That's like a- mu- like musical charts for people's heads. It's like <laughs> like, and I'll and I'll say it to you now. Opinions keep like just like the universe. It just keeps expanding <laughs> and is constantly changing. When people say like, "What's your favorite?" Bleh, and there's you know there's never there's never one oh, like depending I, on depending on where you are or depending on who you are and what you're exposed to and everything like that if you're someone who thirsts for more discoveries and more like i want i want to learn all there is to know about this mm. this kind of music and then actually i want to be like i i'm a eclectic person so i want to like gather all like to really find out what i do like what mm. do i truly like what does anyone truly like what do we truly like? What do we truly like? <laughs> Which actually leads me, we're at, we're at the portion of the podcast now where I'm going to ask you just the random questions that yeah, I yeah. ask you if I was drunk in a bar. Let, let's ra- let's, so, ra- let's rattle them So off. the first one, just because, I just want to, the first one was, I noticed that you have a running thing on your Instagram. Uh, what do you think is, the, oh. what do you think is one of the best quintessential running uh, albums? So, so I have a, I have a few that I rated, uh, so I have a few that I rated five. Um, one was London, one was London Calling, just because the rhythm is so good. Moby Play. Moby Play. Moby. Uh, yeah. Um, Moby, it's perfect. The way it, the way, it go, the way it starts off with banger after banger after banger. And then when, uh, around the, around the kind of 45 minute mark, it goes into these like real slow, real slow, steady like like beats mm. real ethereal loads of space because uh when i was when i was running properly i'm probably going to start running again soon i'm probably not going to go for big 10 15ks anymore 
just probably stick it at five because I want to have knees uh, <laughs> in in when in my later years. Um, but yeah, there it's good to it's good to have like driving tempo and and driving rhythm. But it's also nice to have a little bit of space, little space to think, little space to breathe, little space mm. to to concentrate on your pace. Uh, uh, there's no there's no quintessential. Like I love uh, Mazzy Star. Mazzy Star is a great album to run to. What's Mazzy Star? Mazzy Star is like uh, into dust. She's like a shoe. Uh, she's shoe a gaze, is yeah, it? yeah, yeah. She put out a, the most one of the most beautiful examples of shoegaze music. Okay. Uh, back in uh, my trivia is really failing me now. I don't even know. Her. I'll just insert just a time. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the big Mazzy Star album uh, album with into dust and everything. Um, is 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 a brilliant album because there's loads of space. It's the the rhythm is sort of elusive and it's not distracting to one's uh, running gait mm. uh, per, per se. Like sometimes if like like songs that are too fast do not work. Songs yeah, that are too fast do not work because you, you end up you end up tripping yourself up. Well, I even noticed that but even on a, a, on a bicycle. Like I can't listen to like um like I I I went like because I I don't like running but I like cycling quite a bit. And if mm. I put on a, a metal album like I remember thinking like Metallica would be great. And then I put it on it's like it's too no, fast. No 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 too it's too, too, it's too fast. Too fast. Yeah, you have to kind of have like a steady like I think hip hop works great to be honest. Hip hop hip hop yeah. is hip hop is not bad to run to. I I think for me uh stuff that's a lot more some stuff that's a lot more simplified uh like you know something like Steppenwolf would be great. <laughs> 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 Am I, I'm, you know, I almost like sometimes heard anybody mention Steppenwolf <laughs> in about 20 years. No, it's 2020. <laughs> it's 2022. Of course, the American, of course, the American on the show, like, like drops Steppenwolf. Fuck's sake. Well, you know, if we're talking about needle, if we're talking about needle drops, like, you know, just like real musical moments that uh, that's one of them. I took a little swig. Of a little, my, yeah, I'm take a little I took a little swig before. of my, of my peace offering. Mason that I brought very in. kindly brought me over a, a can of hoppers, which you didn't need to do. And a Red, a, a little bottle of Red Breast 15 whiskey, which looks absolutely gorgeous. 50, well. 50 mil, 50 mil Red Breast whiskey that we can, um, you know, one for me, one for you. Yeah, it's very, mm. really appreciate it. Yeah, it's nice. No one's ever brought me over anything to be. Oh, well, actually, no. Julie brought uh, me. Julie brought uh, me a sticker and a little cat. Don't say that. Now it's gonna be. Now it's now now everyone's gonna be. Uh, oh, it smells. Lovely. Now everyone's gonna be like people are just gonna up the game and start getting. No, they're not. Like, <laughs> I, I brought I brought you a new car. <laughs> I can't drive. <laughs> guest guest sixty seven. <laughs> I got you a bike, man. <laughs> Um, uh, 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 more questions. Oh yeah, more questions. More so questions. I also <laughs> Sidetracked. No, I also noticed uh, you're a big reader. No. Oh, are you not? <laughs> no. I'd... Why is there so many books on your Instagram? Uh, because every time I read a book, I think oh, it's right. postworthy. <laughs> 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 but uh, but but also I do like the books that I that I do that I do have the time I used to, to read. read. I used to read a book like every two weeks. So I was just like, okay, we can nerd out on books. <laughs> you see, you see uh, like like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna quote your one. Ain't nobody got that. Um, and, and I haven't opened up to the audiobook thing yet. I haven't um, done the audiobook uh, thing I, either. I do like, I like the smell of a book. I like, I, I do like, I do like reading pages. I thought about bringing it, like, I did most of my reading on buses. And, yeah, so and, and also when I had no, and when I had time. Mm. Uh, but then I had a, you know, you know, for the past two years, I've had a nine to five and a gig, and a busy gigging schedule. Mm. So like who has time, like who has time to read <laughs> and then maintain like a, some sort of a social life and friendships and 
everything everything oh, they do God. take a long time one of the things actually you're saying about the smell of the bug i completely agree with you and i remember one year and this is going to sound i'm going to sound so spoiled when i tell the story but my auntie um was like would you like a kindle for christmas and she, she's my godmother and i was like uh no and she was like why not and i was like I, I just like the feel of having a book in my hand and she was just like barra that's so stupid when you're traveling and stuff you don't want to ha- you want to ha- don't have to pack a book and i was like uh, I do pack a, a, a book. I was like, I do pack a book. Well, because I don't like I bring a book. I bring a book. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a, I'm a, like, I'm a very, I'm a pretty slow reader. Yeah. Um, but she like, uh, she went ahead and bought it for me anyway. And um, and I got it. And then I had it. And I read, I think I read Frankenstein on it was the book that I read oh, on it. Oh, cool. Um, brilliant book, by the way. Frankenstein's fantastic. Even even nowadays, it's Add that fantastic. to my never ending list it's of the brilliant. hundreds of books that I, that I'm like, oh, I got to read this before I die. It's 200 years old, I think now at this point. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think it was 1818, I think it was written in. Jesus. Or was it 1892? 18, no, 1818 was Dracula, I think. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But, um, but I read it all. And at the end of it, she was like, so you read a book on it. What did you make of it? I was like, I didn't like it. And she's like, why not? I was like, I wanted the fucking book in my hand. Like, I want a book. I want, a, I want, I want moths to yeah. come out of it. I want, an, I want a first edition Frankenstein. Oh, fuck. Oh, I, imagine. I had, I had these prints that going, I did for what college. You, what do you think they're going for? What? First edition Frankenstein. Oh, you, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Google it now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Google, yeah. is the, uh, Google is the death of conversation. I'd say it, I'd say it would go for, I would honestly say, mm, let's see. The most, I know the most expensive painting I ever bought recently went for like 160 million so which th- is it was edward monk i think no edward Munch. monk the scream was original was the <laughs> used to be the most expensive painting ever bought which i think went for 89 million um now it's like some it's probably some damien hearst some some or rocco yeah. or some yeah. uh, Bas- uh maybe Basque. Uh, it's funny like I, like um as I said, like I went to I went to our college and like I go to museums all the, like I used to go to museums all the time and like remember going with the t- tour and we were just looking at this uh, Dali painting for ages and I fucking hate Dali I don't like his work I don't like I, I also don't like him at all um, he was a big Franco supporter I fucking weirdo sure. no, I just don't like him yeah, he, like, yeah he, fair like, enough fair enough you remember doing the, I remember like he was a story about like. Uh, he would um, get out of his car and give the valet instead of getting his keys. He'd give him a fish, and everybody was like, "Sorry, was, sorry." That, uh, and everybody was like, "Oh, he's so sorry, quirky." It's like, "No, he's a dickhead." And that, if, if that's I that's totally that's totally amazing. In my sorry, if someone gave me a fish, I'm like, "I'm gonna be fuck I'm, I'm, you," because then he knows the car's left there. Like, I'm There's not gonna I'm not gonna people. have di- I'm not gonna have dinner tonight, but I'm gonna I'm gonna you know I'm gonna make history. Fuck that dude. I think he was. Also, I would take a fish. I think he was also he, the guy who did the was it him? I don't know. Was him or Picasso did the thing when they they would go to a nice restaurant. And have the, uh, do this crazy bill, and then and then rather than pay the bill, they would just sign the the back of the the sheet, and they're just like you oh, can use this for fuck's sake. And I was like, yeah, and that, I, that, I, I remember we were in the college, and our tutor was talking about how great that was, and I was like, no, sorry, fuck that, because yep. that means first off, the guy has to go to the hassle of selling it and get it authenticated and all that other shit. Mm-hmm. Not to mention he did it so many times that it became less worth because there was so, so many fakes going around. Also. Pay the fucking bill. Like some guy has to, some some guy has to make a living. <laughs> well, that's why Pablo Picasso was never called God. <laughs> no, 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 no. What? Uh, uh, it's a it's a modern lovers modern lovers uh, tune. Uh, Pablo Picasso. It's I think like, we knew some people pick up girls, <laughs> get called an asshole. This I, never happened to Pablo Picasso. I, I he could walk do down your street song. I do know and that girls song. could not resist his stare, but. But it ends with Pablo Picasso was never called. (laughs) 
So we'll skip the book question because I don't think we're. Oh, no, 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 no. What, what <laughs> wait, is wait, it? Come wait. on. What, what was the no, book? No, just, question? just what's uh, what what just, just uh, what's the uh, one of your favorite books that you've read recently? Uh, I read uh, Kafka on the Shore, Kafka by the Shore, uh, by Murakami. Oh, uh, uh, I've never read Murakami. Now I heard Mur- it's Murakami. lovely. Murakami's class. Yeah. Just just read a Murakami any Murakami novel. Uh, get yourself hands. Get yourself hands on uh, the a collection of short stories called "The Elephant Vanishes." Really, uh, you'll get everything. Yeah, you'll get everything that you need from from a short story of his. Okay, it's been his his work has been remade into two films so far. Oh no no no, a couple two good films. Two good films. Two good That's films. A very good distinction. They, <laughs> they they did they did try to replicate Norwegian Wood and fuck that. I've heard of Norwegian Wood. Yeah yeah yeah. Norwegian Wood is is is, is like is like pop hit. Okay, it's his most unsurreal pop hit. It's like it's he his work is kind of like a Dali painting. Uh, no 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 actually no his book is like a Dali or Dali. Uh, Dilly darling. Um, his book is or his books are kind of like a a David Lynch film. Oh, okay. In in, bo- sort of complete, in, in, in book, form. book form. I do like David Lynch quite a bit. I remember watching Eraserhead for the first time. And like, what I've, the hell uh, say, is this? I, see, I'm I'm biding my time to and you not seen it. No, no, no. no uh, like, you know, there's a lot of classics that I that I know I have to watch, but I'm. I'm way too precious. I don't think you have to watch Eraserhead. I would just recommend it. It's because it is extremely unsettling. <laughs> How, however, however, like uh, one one recommendation that I got for Eraserhead, it's like I put it on like when all the lads were over. And we all shut the fuck up and watched it. And I forgot how fun it could be to watch with a bunch of lads who were like, who might, you might suspect being disinterested in it and just are like enthralled. Like, oh, my God. This is this is this is unlike anything I've ever seen before. Yes. Um, but uh, there's a list of classics like I've never, you know, I haven't seen Citizen Kane. Blah, 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 you Citizen know, Kane's you, very good. You know, you, you know, yeah. you know, all, the, all these stuff where you you know it from all the references. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, I haven't watched a lot of those I've and I'm just it. wait. I'm just waiting. And there's so many. There's so many of them. It's kind of like books as well. It's like I need to find a time where I am focused enough to actually re- sit down, shut up and really focus on something that I would find really good. I, 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 like I remember uh, first time I read Gatsby and I was like. That's a hard read. I remember I, that it's, is it's very. Such, diff- it's a very it was like so. It was like read. so short. Ah, it's only. It's only like two hundred, like less than two hundred pages. And it's I'm like, difficult. I'm reading this sentence over and yeah. over again because there's like all these triple negatives and like weird, mad ways. I'm like, this is. Uh, oh, oh, it's, it's a great. It's a it's, great a, book. it's a ride. Yeah, it's like a. It's it's the prose is are class. No, it's a like fi- it's so much fun to it's so much fun to read. It's like a it's like a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. Really fun jigsaw puzzle <laughs> that changes when you put it together. So there's there's very few books that I've read that are like are considered classics that when I read them I went oh I get why this is a classic. Do you know like not to be like a pretentious prick but do you know like you just, yeah, yeah, just yeah, this. Yeah. But the the two like a Clockwork Orange. I remember reading that. I was like, why is this? Why is this considered such an a? Uh, it's it's only famous because it's banned. If that makes sense. Uh, By the way, it's way worse than the film. Oh, 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 I'm, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure, I'm way sure. Way worse. Like, the, like he's not redeemable. Well, he's I, I, not really I, redeemable. Never, I never, I never thought, like, 
when someone said it's when someone said like clockwork orange it's like oh no it's like home invasion and really ultra violent and it's like it's not really ultra violence a term they use in it but it's not i wouldn't really but it, put but, it to the film but it's it, not that violent but but, uh, but Compa- the, by today's the, standards anyway the, I, it's it's but it's not gratuitous it's it's not uh overtly uh visually gratuitous well you it's, know they're it's in the all, wrong it's all in, it's all in in kind of like behind the scenes like what they're doing yeah. is totally fucked up yeah what they're doing is totally fucked up but it's but to like too innocent eyes they'd be like what are they doing yeah because they also do the victim like, everything, thing everything looks, everything looks fine well. there's no there, yeah there's no there's no real like flesh mm. there's no it's not like, there's no blood in it really no no, no yeah. there's no, like zero zero yeah. it's all it's all psychological i think and, like, the only blood in it is when he cuts all, his hand it's all psychological <laughs> it's great <laughs> But the other, the only book that I've read that I thought was fantastic was um, Did you ever read Catch Twenty Two by Joseph Heller? No, it's in uh, another another one in the list. Seriously, that another one, one in the that list. That one is the one that I read. It was like this is fantastic. That is a book that is recommended by people every time I like I I I say a certain I can't remember I can't remember what sort of I don't know pin, like pain point I bring up uh, in my in my <laughs> life or whatever, and it's like. Mason, you need to watch. You, you need to read Catch Twenty Two. Brilliant! It really I have is it. Brilliant. I have it. Read it. Borrow it. Have it. <laughs> I have it up there somewhere, actually. Uh, time, time. <laughs> right. So, uh, okay. Well, because we'll, I know we're. I know you're not you're not stuck for time, but I know. No, you're no, no. I, I'm but, not stuck for time. So, um, okay. So, uh, oh, well, we already. Well, first, what was the first and last album you bought? <laughs> Nelly sweats. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> Sorry to bring that back up again. Oh, the most, oh, the most recent, the most recent one that I bought. Shit. Um, I think I pre, I think I pre-ordered. I think I pre-ordered uh, Anamika's new album, or it could be Molly O'Mahony from Mongoose's. Um, but I pre-ordered. This is lovely, by the way. Oh man! Sorry it, for it, wrecking it, your train of thought. It's, it's, it's lovely. Going, it's going down yeah, so. It's, really it's going nice. down so well. Um, I. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I brought home a good bit of records. Oh, okay. I brought home a good that, bit that, of records. I brought counts. home uh, the new. I brought home. Oh, I don't know if that's out yet. So I don't okay. Know I, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh, he hasn't said it. Don't worry. Strike that from the records. Uh, <laughs> uh, I brought home a Braxton Falcon. I brought home. Oh, we repr- um So we did a pressing of uh, Tangerine Dreams Rubicon. I don't know that. So, Tangerine Dream, uh, they're like a Berlin-based uh, kraut, ro- like like the founders of kraut rock. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember. I remember my girlfriend at the time. We were uh, we were looking for. We were going to Berlin the, the next day. The next day, and we're like, oh, let's look up a Berlin band that's not fucking Fuck. Kraftwerk. <laughs> Uh, and it's like the, the, the second one was uh, undoubtedly Tangerine Dream. It's like, oh, let's read their bio and put on something. Bony M. And we're like. Whoa! These guys basically, ins- wow! These guys inspired just as much music as fucking Kraftwerk did. Is it as strange as Kraftwerk? Uh oh, oh, as strange. Yeah. No, <laughs> way stranger. Oh, really? Way stranger. <laughs> like anything, like like anything, like real, br- like more so the Brian Eno sort of uh, sort of side of things. Not Which Brian Eno side, like the the early stuff, like like, like, ethere- the- like real ethereal, okay. really moody, really like uh, re- like the middle of Evan. Like an avant-garde craft work. Okay. I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna paint them in such a bad light that I don't even want to talk. Just go listen. Go sit and listen to a fucking Tangerine Dream album. I love uh, the uh, name uh, already. Oh, uh, it, it's, it's like great name for their me. albums are only one song, and they just like take you. Oh, okay. Take, take you on take you on a journey. 
and there are I think all the I think they use like reverbed uh, violins and reverbed like arpeggiators and stuff oh, like that and just like it's like it, like they influenced they heavily influenced electronic music like night like 90% of the 90% of the shit we listen to nowadays was was uh, yeah. influence from Tangerine Dream and and Kraftwerk of course Kraftwerk. yeah but still do you know, I remember, um, I have it, th- I can't remember the name of it now, but there's this fantastic <laughs> compilation that you can get of, of Japanese music where um, they were basically, int- they, were ma- they were manufacturing all these synthesizers and all these pianos and all these kind of these keyboards before they went to, went to the West. But they, nobody knew kind of what they did. So there was basically, as it, nobody really tested. So there was these bands in the 70s, maybe even the, the 60s. The files are in the computer. But they were making like funk music and like R&B and stuff in Japan. And it like, and it was with these instruments that I've never been used before, but they made a compilation of it. I think it's called like, it's called like Neon City or something or something Breeze. Is it Ocean Breeze? But it's fantastic. But it's, it's just unbelievable. And it's, but you're kind of like, this sounds so, it sounds so Western, but it's Japanese people doing this. Atten- it's, give, it's brilliant. Give me, give, give, give it to me. I will. Give, I'll, I'll, give, I'll, give it all to me. <laughs> Actually, you mentioned Brian Eno. Do you ever have you ever heard Brian Eno's album? That's like something the the uh, Green Garden or something like that. I am, it's one of I am, early I am ones. not. I am not well versed in Brian Eno's it's, catalog enough. I just I just really like listening to him in uh, on planes oh, and, and airports. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Had, I, I'd be I'd be more I'd be more inclined to to. I'd be more familiar with his ambient work than I, uh, than anything else, and and then and that one thing that he did with uh, CC. No, no, I'm not. Re- no. no, but he did this. He he did this. It's kind of like not Depeche Mode, but it's kind of like this, like electronic album. But he had Phil Collins doing the drums. I think I've told this story in the podcast before. But Who else? Just, but he had Phil Collins on drums. But Brian Inu has this way of it's this card game, and we were made do it in college, and it's to inspire creativity. And basically, you'll flip one, and it'll give you like a mundane task, like draw a square fourteen times mm. or something like that. But you keep flipping them, and they kind of, and it's meant to spur creativity. But he gave it to Phil. He was like Phil Collins was just doing the drumming, like a normal drummer, mm. and he was like, "No, that's not what I want. I want it to be." Strange. It's it's like Saint Elmo's Fire. I think is one of the songs that's on the album. Anyway, um, so, but he gave him to do this, and he goes, "I want you to use this system, and that's the way we're going to do the drums." Uh-huh. And apparently, uh, he left him for about an hour with a with an APAC, and then he came back after, and he just all he could see was Phil Collins just chucking the cans at the drum set, going, "This doesn't yes. make any sense." <laughs> yes, I, like like there's no there's no better there's no better. Uh, well, no, 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 frustration. Like. No, no, no. There's total. There's totally better motivators. Yeah. But confusion <laughs> is totally one of them. Uh, it, no, sorry, not motivators, but innovators. But the same way, you know, Barton, innovators in music. Barton the, Frank was a film that was written about Barton because Fink? the Barton, film Barton. Barton Fink. Car- yeah. Milk Carton Fink. But what? I think. Yeah. The Coen Brothers film I think. was literally written because they were having writer's block. So they wrote a film about having about writers, writers, about about writers block. About having writer's block. That's fucking great. <laughs> It's a great uh, film as well. What do we do? I don't know. Just bring John Goodman in <laughs> and get him to, get him to, ra- to get him to raise absolute hell. Everybody likes John Tutoro. We'll just get him to star. <laughs> uh, uh, favorite musical moment in uh, uh, a memorable favorite musical moment oh, in a, film. Just because just because you brought uh, you know you brought uh, a, a Barton Fink. That's a very good mine question. Is, mine is the the. Gypsy Kings, uh, Hotel California, Jesus Bowling in Big Lebowski. Oh, that's but that is yeah, yeah. Every shot, every shot, uh, like totally, totally 
framed perfectly. But he takes the ball out and kisses he, it and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kisses it. But, but but you see the nail. You see the nail. You see his rings and the nail when he's like warming up yeah. his hand. <laughs> and then, but like I always burst out laughing when he when he throws it and you just see his name, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When Jesus is on his thing, it's like every time that's revealed, I'm like, that is the funniest fucking visual thing I've ever seen of course his name is Jesus <laughs> it's also the fact the fa- it's so funny that it's an eagle song as well because that le- the scene later is like I fucking hate the eagles man <laughs> fucking hate the eagles man <laughs> get the fuck out of my taxi <laughs> oh god yeah 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 I don't, what is my favorite I in recent musical yeah yeah, yeah in yeah, recently honestly I, I thought I don't want to wreck your brain it's not really a film but like in in <laughs> In TV, yeah, the, the scene in Stranger Things with Eddie Munson doing Enter Salmon, I thought was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I right, loved that. Sure, but no, that but I'm you. trying to think. I'll give that to you. Trying to think of actual, no, actual like music moments where it's not central to the like it's just music mm-hmm. playing during a very. Uh, I, I I said this. I said this to my housemate. My housemate's like, oh, the 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 binary binary sunset in in uh, Star Wars when he first when he when Luke finally like goes out and looks at the moons. The oh, moon, that's beautiful. the moons, yeah, yeah. and it's the first time you hear. Yeah, that, is, that is great, and it's like, oh, that's fucking. That, this is gonna take them through decades and decades of people's cinema tickets. Oh, because it's, it's like first off, it's a fantastic shot, but then you have the iconic score behind it as well. It's just fantastic. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. you oh, I'm trying to think. There's a great moment in actually the Social Network when. It's that amazing Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor part where uh, Mark Mark Zuckerberg is just working, but it's just him trying to figure mm. out that. And that's it. But it's just because the score is so good while he's doing it. It's just one of those. Kind of, I thought that was. A, I always like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just. I'm a Trent Reznor stan. So like. A <laughs> oh really? You don't say. <laughs> Why are you? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I know you are. Oh right, okay. <laughs> I was saying that's very. You made you made that very evident. See the post. Did you, did you listen to the Halloween? Uh, their Halloween one. No, uh, uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did the Halloween theme for the new film. I think. Oh, the for new the film new, shit though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, but they redid they redid the, uh, the did, Halloween I theme hear, tune. I did hear about that. Yeah, that fucking terrifying. <laughs> on like, uh, yeah, they they play the 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 memorable the memorable the kind of melody yeah. on like a toy pian like a really tinny toy piano like <laughs> almost it's almost inaudible. Really, it's, it's almost like re, like you really have to listen to it, but that uh, kind of makes it, it is kind of yeah. makes it scarier, <laughs> I guess. It's a it's a man. Actually, I, actually, there's nothing better than a than a good old curveball. Yeah, just than a good old curveball. Like like I, I like to think of. So, <laughs> Did you just kiss that? <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was gonna take I was gonna take a swig, and then I had a thought, and, I, and then I'm like, you know what? Let me just say this first. Yeah. Uh, so. Do, uh, do you believe in like musical empathy in musical empathy musical empathy like uh like you know a, like a d like a well-versed dj would be very musical empathetic as in he they're able to read a room oh yeah of course to read yeah, a room yeah, yeah. it's like oh i know i know what they want yeah, yeah, yeah i know what they want i know it'll go down well uh all this stuff i am not <laughs> what i am good at it. i am not a musical musically empathetic person oh well um i i, I, I believe in it but i'm not either i think we, uh, <laughs> but but i think we're all uh, like like not we are not we are all but like people people like me who, who get i don't know are, are you obsessive yeah yeah yeah, yeah you're totally <laughs> obsessive like i like i know i know kind 100%, of 100 like. i know my kind of thing and i'm I, i'm kind of slave to my 
to whatever is in the forefront of my cortex, mm. you know, whatever, whatever I'm into at that very moment in time. It's like, it's very hard for me to shake being like, I, Oh, I know that I know they want to, I know they want to call me maybe, but I, <laughs> I know they want to call me baby, but I'm really going to hit them with this like fucking this, this fucking bullshit by yeah. Tom Waits. Let's go. Let's go. What they, re Waits. What they really want to hear is uh, what's he building in there? Let's go. Let's go. I, I I know there's I know there's a bunch of people. I, hey, maybe maybe I'll play Jolene at uh, at uh, thirty three. Well, that will go. Maybe, that will go down. Well. No, no, but I'll play it slower. Uh, uh, I love I love putting on records uh, in in incorrect speeds. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because so, uh, man, uh, you know. Uh, so t I I had a bunch of people over at my house one time, and it's fucking this is fucking great. Uh, I was uh, it was like I like to keep it vinyl only for as long as possible. Uh, I wish I could do that. Yeah, I'd like yeah, to enjoy yeah, that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, Vinyl only for as long as possible before we get into Spotify and YouTube. And then it's like, okay, now it's everyone's, now now everyone's yeah. putting in a tune can, or whatever. Yeah, can I cue that? Yeah, can I cue that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And just, it, it just, you know, you know, that's the story with sessions. It's yeah. just like everyone's obsessed with like, what's, what's coming next? It's like, no, if you put on something that everyone can like, you know, Jam to, you know yeah. congeal in, in the way they want. But uh, so I put on uh, Todd Turge's It's Album Time. Uh, it's the one with Inspector Norris is the big hit from it. Okay. Um, uh, it's it's a one. It's actually that's a great album to run to. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. There's so many lovely ideas. It's 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 a perfect album, perfect electronic album. Uh, I put it on and it's like, oh, Mason, the the tunes are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. And then it got to a song like halfway through halfway through the album, halfway nice. through the album, everyone's like, oh yeah, the, the, this is perfect music to put on. Got to a song with with a human voice in it, and it was like. This sounds really weird. Oh, <laughs> lads, I've been—we've been listening to this album on the wrong speed for the whole for the for like for like thirty minutes. For thirty minutes, we've been listening to it on thirty-three and a third when it's supposed to be uh, at forty-five. Yeah, it's like oh shit! It's like oh, oh it was, it correct it. Play it from the beginning, and we played it from the beginning on forty-five, and it's like. And everyone's the look of disgust on everyone's face. Like, no, no, put it back to put it back to half speed. It's like it's not really a half speed, but like it, it, I, know, I know it's not half speed. It's like a, a third slowed down, but yeah. it made everything like it made every it made it. It turned it in. It yeah, because like all the tempos on that album. Fucking like four to the floor, balls balls of the wall, like it's like it's it rushes. Yeah, but it's like oh, this this, this is nice. And <laughs> if uh if if anyone wants to play any uh albums slower, uh Jolene sounds incredible slowed down. Really, <laughs> it was a, there was a meme going around. There was a meme going around saying like oh uh, this sounds like a fucking stupendous song. I remember getting a Robert Palmer. I didn't mean I didn't mean to turn you on or didn't mean to, yeah I didn't mean to turn you on I got a, 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 a like a seven inch I put it on and it was like oh this is really cool but it was on you know it was yeah. slow slow down I was like this is super cool and then I put it on full speed and it's like yeah it's still cool but like it's not as cool do you know I had it with um with, there's an there's a band called Peace and they had an EP called self titled called Peace and it's they're a uh, I guess they're like a metal not metalcore they're just they're just P a, they're Peace just is in two fingers P I E C E um p p i e yeah yeah but they're like uh they're just they're just they're just a heavy kind of like hardcore metallic hardcore band but i bought the album because it was it was on sale for like six euro and i was ordering a vinyl and it's like look if you if you get it over 50 quid i was ordering a bunch of boxes if you get over 50 quid the delivery is free so i was like fuck it i'll chuck in this one that's six euro mm -hmm. so 
put it on that. Had it at half. Had it at uh, thirty. Didn't realize that it was meant to be played at forty-five. <laughs> and yeah. and it was, but it was slowed down, and it sounded so. I was like, this is one of the most fucking just like intense, slow, just like uh, I thought it was like a doomy sludge type of thing. And I was like, uh, this is so cool. Sludge. Yeah. And I was just like, this is amazing. Slu- and then and I realized that it was at the wrong speed, and I put it on because I. I got, uh, by the way, that was the thing. I left the gaff and and then put it on Spotify. And then when I listened to it, I was like, what the fuck? This doesn't sound anything. I was like, oh, I had it on the half speed. Oh. And it's, when it was sped up, it sounds shit. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 and, now, it, and now you can't go it, back. It doesn't, sorry, it doesn't sound shit. It just, it, it sounded way more intense and just kind of like, uh, kind of just like. I guess, I guess first impressions yeah, yeah, do mean yeah, something. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I have two more questions for you. Um, Hit me. Uh, if you were to collab with anybody, who would it be? So, are we talking fantasy or are we talking talking real life possible we can, tangible? We can we can do both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're gonna do both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do both. <laughs> I would love to collab. Oh, you know what? I would love to collab with just any anybody. Like, That's a cop out. <laughs> so, so uh, if, if we're so uh, soil and pim sessions. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> um. So, ooh, Tom. Tom Waits, maybe. Oh, Tom Waits would be. Tom yeah. Waits. Tom Waits, maybe. Um, Tom Waits is one of those ones that I would like as a musician. I'd feel incredibly intimidated to even just play near him. Like, look, <laughs> look. He's probably lovely. I feel. Yeah. I. F- I feel like you know. You know. I'm. Sure, I'm sure this is the undoing of of every collaborator. But I. I feel like I'd get him. Yeah. Oh, do, oh yeah. I feel like I'd get him. <laughs> can do, you can do the voice. I can. Do, I, can uh, I can do a very. Uh, I can do a fairly. Uh, um, decent impression of him. That's a very good impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know uh, Heath Ledger used Tom Waits as the basis for the joke? Tell, so- ah, tell me something I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I actually, oh God, the gig that I was at last night. Yeah. Um, I walk up, uh, like I'm wearing, I'm wearing like fucking flashy, uh, fl- like a flashy shirt under underneath, but I'm wearing like a, like a, just like really, really dodgy fleece. Okay. I'm going, I'm going into this like fancy dress sort of, or, or like a, f- a fanciful dressed uh, uh, event, yeah. and the like. The security guys are like looking at me, like, "Hello, can I help you?" <laughs> and I and I and I actually and I actually go like, "Yes, I'm tonight's entertainment." You did not actually say it with the voice. I did. I did. I did. I did the Heath Ledger voice. <laughs> like, and immediately after, it's like, oh, no, no, "No, I'm actually, I'm actually playing with the DJ tonight." <laughs> But I'm like, I'm tonight. Hello, I'm tonight's entertainment. <laughs> Where is Harvey Dent? I say they loved that. Uh, I, like, like I, like I, I went in really fast with the normal voice. <laughs> Trying, no, no, really, I'm. There, you know, Halloween no, really, was last week, yeah. No, really, I'm supposed to be here. So, so the Dead Kennedy song called Halloween is all about like, why does Halloween have to be, uh, have to be. Confined? Scary. No. How, why does it have to be confined to one day? If you want to, oh, dr- okay. if you want to dress up like a like a freak or who, how whoever you want, then just do it. Uh, fuck conformity and shove your social social norms up your ass. Uh, that's what the song is about. And it's class. Uh, you can hear it on my Halloween mix. Uh, if you want to go, I'd love to hear it. Uh, <laughs> I've Spotify. <laughs> Spotify. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh yeah. So, so yeah, Tom or Soil and Pimp Sessions, uh, is a Japanese 
death jazz band. Death jazz band. They like to. They they've called. They've labeled themselves as death jazz. I like that. It's like it's totally. It's. It's nuts. Like dissonant as fuck or No, 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 not dissonant. Just like fat like fast, uh cha- a little bit chaotic. Okay. Uh loads of changes, loads of hard bop, uh loads of loads of nice really kind of like cool hip hip hoppy kind of uh kind of rhythms as well. Okay. But they're like uh they were big in the 90s um 90s underground jazz scene in Tokyo. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 which is I I think is like I romanticize about that all the time. I would love a Dublin equivalent to and, a, to a, just a jazz scene in general, or just the, the type uh, of jazz, like like a like a unrelenting, tasteless, just total like. Let's just give the people yeah. this, <laughs> like something that something that would uh like because of these late openings that were just uh that were just oh, an, yeah, that were just yeah. announced. I would love a two a.m. like full on unrelenting jazz show to happen. I remember seeing that in Paris. It wasn't Paris. We were in France, I think. And it was like two o'clock in the morning. I was with Zach and Sam Russell, the guys from Monkey, basically. Mm. And it was just, there's just a jazz session going on in this bar that we were in. Mm. And I was, and and just the thing was people would just come in and just join which oh I yeah, was yeah, brilliant. yeah, 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 of course, and, and, of course. and I'd never seen it before. In Paris, I've seen it. It wasn't, it wasn't Paris. It was no, somewhere. It wasn't, Paris. it wasn't Paris. It was France, but it wasn't Paris. Mm. But um, it just, I just had never seen it before. Like you see it in, you know, you see it in mm. films, and you see, you see it in like uh, yeah, all these little kind of like quirky Indian th- indie films. But I'd never seen it in person. I was like, this is fucking amazing. And it was just the fact, just like. Your mind is like, can I step in? It's like, yeah, work away. And then just straight playing. Oh, it's oh, unbelievable. Oh God. Now, uh, now that I have a little bit more times on my hands, I might work on my jazz chops. I, I like, I don't have jazz chops. Okay. Uh, like, like jazz is something that is reserved for someone who under, has a better understanding of theory and harmony and is able to uh, improvise, you know, like, like uh, there's a, there's a, there's a order to the chaos. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. There's a method. Yeah, it's not like you can just come in and just start going. Whoa. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah let me do, <laughs> l- let me just rinse all over. The, let me just rinse all over this. Like I've been playing for ages. Like, like I should, I should have probably picked up that sort of uh, knowledge at some point. I can fake it to a certain point, <laughs> but if there's like, l- l- like if you know, if someone's playing giant steps, it's like a solo over this. I'd be like, fuck you. I'm <laughs> I'm going. I'm I'm gonna get a beer. Do you want Do you want one? Thanks for having faith in me, but no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not soloing over fucking something like giant steps. Jesus Christ. Or 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 anything too complex jazz for that for that matter. Jack. But but I so something. Uh, yeah, I like I like I like playing with people. I like collaborating with people. Someone in Ireland that would be like a tangible tangible for me to collaborate with would probably be. Uh, Darrow, uh, maybe Darrow Kelly. He's a uh, oh no, um, a Chief Keegan. Chief Keegan. Chief Keegan uh, they're 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 kind of like a funk band. Uh, I I actually actually know that I, I like I know I know all of them, but it's yeah. like Keen. It's like a God. They're it, it, just go check them out. Chief Keegan. Chief they're Keegan. Cl- they're class. All the all their so- all their songs are named after funny fish and f- and food it's uh it's great it's kind of funny fish <laughs> funny fish like salmon salmon something I, 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 yeah yeah just just go check them out okay. like like i play i played with all i played with all of them kind of i think i played with every single one of them uh, at different points but their the music that they play be like class i think they do play with like well versed jazz dudes but okay 
but I would love to to jam out with them anyway. I love right. them. Uh, next question. Sorry. Uh, next question. What about you? Who would you collaborate with? If I collaborate with anybody, yeah, 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 as yeah. in like if I had them on the show or yeah, no, 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 no. If you, if you were to like buddy, if you were to buddy up with anyone or uh, I always, if you were to buddy up so, with anyone uh, making any sort of art. Well, so at like all. I work as a graphic designer, so I always yeah, said yeah, that yeah, if yeah. I always yeah. said that if I had the chance, I'd love to do an album cover for De- uh, for Death Heaven would always be one. Um, and the other one would be um, I would just adore to do one for Deftones. That would be the other one. Um, I would kill to do one for... De- I'm not even a massive Deftones fan. I would just... I just... As in, like, I don't listen to them all the time, but I just used to be just such an enormous fan. I think they're so artistically fantastic that I just was like, no. Chino Marino, if I was just... A, the guy from Deftones. So he has another project called Crosses, which are fantastic as well. Mm. So, um, yeah, that would be my one. But Death Heaven, for sure. Mm. As the, the, I, can, I, I just... I happen to have the album out already. That's their live album. Mm, um, nice one. Do you ever listen to them? Nope. They're a black metal band with... Uh, so actually, I would say they're a shoe... Let the record show sh- that Mason is giving the way, say, over, way over my head. I would say they're a shoegaze band first and then with black metal influences is the best way to describe them. Whoa. Yeah, they're very good. Now, everybody Consider goes on about... Th- th- there's an album called Sunbather, which when it came out was the most positively reviewed album of the year. It's the one with the pink cover. It's very faint. I, I have it here. I, 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 okay, okay. You more bell, s- more bells are ringing. You might have seen the cover. I'll get the cover. More bells are ringing. Let the record show that uh, that Barra has left his seat, and now it's just me. This is the Mason Show. How's it going? How's everyone? How, how's everyone doing? Yeah, yeah. That that looks very familiar. Mm. So the, I, art, the artwork I, is based on. I do. Uh, I do. I know. Look at the tunes, man. Uh, uh, I do like a good sleeve. This is a beautiful sleeve. So the album cover is based on uh, when you're looking up at the sun and you have your eye, your hand in front of you to block out the shine of it. So it's meant to be kind of coming in at an angle. Mm. But um, everybody goes on about how that album's the, their best album. I think it's New Bermuda, which is the album that followed that. I think it's just mm. a much more. But that album's that album's fantastic. It's really really beautiful. Um, the album the song Dreamhouse on it is. One of my all-time favorite songs. I even have a tattoo of it on my leg. Really? Yeah. Oh man. I I, I am. Uh, I, I like to. Well, no, it's not what I'd like to. The fact is, I'm way too indecisive to decide on a tattoo yet. Well, see, yes, this, this, and this, I, and I say yet because I have every intention yeah. of plastering my body with things I like. However, remember I said about the. Your opinion, your yeah, taste yeah, yeah, and yeah, opinion exactly. is ever changing, and it's like, oh fuck, why did I give a. Why did I? Uh, okay, one of the things that I want to get is like a Calvin and Hobbes uh, still. Oh, that's so cute. Like a Calvin and Hobbes still, because like like I've been like I have every book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have every Calvin and Hobbes book, and it's like I think I'm just Calvin grown up. That's a nice tattoo, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I know. Uh, the only reason why I ever got mine was because I like I said that I would never get one. I just because I'd be exactly like you. Like I, I get I, I get it. I kind of like my body. I was like. It's, it's like that. Like, it's, it's like I'd get it, and I just know that after about two years, I'd, I just I just wouldn't like it. So, but um, a friend of mine started a stick and poke business. But ten years, pri- ten years, pri- <laughs> is this ten, the rib? Ten years prior, no, this isn't the rib. I haven't uh, got okay, that done yet. Yeah, she yeah, is yeah, doing yeah. the rib, but I haven't got that done yet. I have to. I still have to save up the money for it. Oh, but, oh, you um, haven't got the rib done yet. I haven't got the rib done yet. Oh, okay. No. Um, she still says it's a bad idea. And I was talking to a guy yesterday who's who had full sleeves, and he's well, just like, he goes, well, "Man, that's a terrible idea." Well, I, I, but, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I, remember, I remember you talking about it. You have to do it now. <laughs> no, I have to do it. You have but, to. But uh, she ten Don't years do. prior to that. So when we, we, well, maybe not, maybe not 10, maybe like eight or nine, but like we were in a PLC course together in Stillorgan and we got on really, really well. We're still very close friends. And she said at that time, she goes, 
because she found out they don't have a tattoo she's like I'm going to do your first one and this is before she even <laughs> wanted to do stick and poke oh, or tattooing she literally had no intention of doing it and then a couple of years later that just happens to where she found her footing and she's doing great now Mimosa Tattoos by the way shout out it's Lexi Hagen and oh. when she started she goes I was like I, I said you can do it if you start if you start your own business and she goes fine and then 10 years later I'm in her room just with her doing it and she's like <laughs> I told you I would do it I was like I know and you did <laughs> Uh, tattooing tattooing has to be an art form uh, that you really I can't see you getting offended if someone doesn't want to get a tattoo done by by you like if you had a friend who was a tattoo artist and they'd be mm-hmm. like oh I'll tattoo you anytime and you would say no you can't really say like yeah yeah, yeah, I just don't uh, like your art style. Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's a, like your 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 style. I don't want on me. I like like I'd have it in my room, but I don't want it plastered on me for all of eternity. Yeah. All it's, of, it is all a, of my perception of all of eternity. It's a big commitment. Like I know, I know, I know somebody who has fucking you need disaster. It. Like I mean, disaster tattoos to the point that they went about getting them burned off. And they had to stop the, 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 they got the laser thing off and they're like, you can skin literally, graph, you can skin literally graph. fuck it. They're like, you can literally smell it burning in the, in the room. And I, and he did like three sessions, I think, cause they're very expensive. It's very expensive to get it done as well. And yeah. he's like, I'm not doing the rest of it. So he just uh, has, he just has, cause he's like, he's too sore. He goes, it's too sore. He goes, the anesthetic, he goes, it's not working. I have to go like four or five times. He goes, fuck it. So now he has these tattoos that are terrible, by the way, they're really bad, but they're also now completely faded <laughs> with parts of them missing. So they look just even worse. <laughs> Uh, I, had a, I had a friend with uh, with a needle, needle point, just but he just used Indian ink. He didn't oh, use no. any uh, just just at house parties. It, like there's like little circles and bumble type of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Real like people's people have got like faded bumblebees and pencils and shit like that yeah, on their ankles. No. Like like all of our mates. But we but we goddamn you know we goddamn love it. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they goddamn they love it. <laughs> My my uh, my sister got one like a tiny one on her foot because the ones on your feet tend to fade away quite quickly mm. for whatever bizarre reason, and my dad cried when he found out. <laughs> oh Jesus! He just has this thing he hates. Well, like my mom and dad hate them so much. They don't know that I have one by the way, but they don't listen to the show, so it's fine. But um, they hate. They just have this thing about them that they're this prison thing. I was like, have you seen modern day tattooing? It's quite artistic, and they're just like, mm, no. Sad. <laughs> mm. so- uh, questions. What's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, Studio Ghibli film? Oh, yeah, you weren't expecting that, were you? No, I was not. The interviewer has become the interviewee. Honestly, I know it's kind of a basic bitch answer, but I'm gonna have to go with Spirited Away. I think Spirited yeah, Away is a ph- it, phenomenal it, movie. It, it is like it is. It is fully structured. Uh, it, it is fully a fully formed, perfect narrative. Yeah. Yes, it's, yeah, it's uh, a beautiful yes, film. Yes, do you know this? Do you know Other actually, than. Other than that, oh. Just name them all. No, no, no. I don't know all of them. Oh. I know, I can tell you what my favorite, my favorite anime film oh, uh, oh, is, oh. like, have you ever seen Akira? Yeah, you obviously have. But I, like, I remember Let the record that. show that I'm, that I'm offended. <laughs> Let it the record show that I'm extremely offended. Well, I only saw it for the first time, oh. I think, like, three or four years ago. Mm. Um, mm, and I was like, this film came out in 1988, I think. 88, yes. Yeah. And the animation in it is like the, some of the great, some will, of the best animation so I've ever it seen. It will never, it will never be made like that again. Never. Uh, no. like, like there was this, there was this. I listened to this dude do hot take on, uh, 
on CGI, uh, on the introduction of CGI into anime and uh, animated features mm. and how a lot of people are using it. Uh, we're getting better at using CGI because a lot of people are like, no, it's just like, this isn't hand drawn. This is cheating. The animators are cheating. It's like, you know how fucking hard it yeah, is to do that. To, to, you know, uh, we like uh, when I got home last night, my mate was uh, my mate was watching the a documentary on the Batman animated series. Because oh, uh, Kevin Conroy, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah right. I, I only learned that like as I was going to bed after I knew he was watching it in yeah. there. And it's like, hey, why are you watching that? It's like, because, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I, I thought it was way too coincidental. I was like, hey, guess what? Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, there was something, something that was said in the, uh, by one of the animators, one of the footage saying like, uh, they were showing a still of like Batman or something from the show. And it's like, ah, only 900. Only 99,999 of these to go. And we got a 20 minute oh show. God. It's like, holy shit. It's like, a, I remember I, a friend of mine showing me um, a sequence in Attack on Titan when they had the oh, old studio. Oh, 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 the little 12 minute uh, thing where it's, your man, where, where your man it's not is. Even, it's, it's only, it's only, it's two minutes long. And it's just him. It's him just going through this street. Oh, just, oh, it, like, like, it, 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 but no. It's insane. No, the thing is uh, that the, the nine or nine or 12 seconds that. That go, yeah. that goes through that. That took six months. Six months. I was just about to say. I that was think, took I was... six fucking months. It is the mo- it's some of the mo- some of the biggest muscle flex in it's animation. Some of the most breathtaking in, animation, in animation I've ever seen. history. Yeah, it's incredible. But uh, oh my god. And then like people are complaining. Like I've, I've watched the new season now, and like they're and obviously like they're they're robotic. They're yeah. they're CGI. They're cheating. It's, it's like, but it's not fuck. Off. It's not ba- like I understand why they did why they made the change because this because it was by a small studio. I don't really think it's that much of a massive difference Mm-mm. but then my friend just went he, who's an animator and he was just like I'm just he goes it is that much of a difference when you have works like this and then he showed it to me and he's just like I and he was even saying because I understand why they went to the other studio who can produce it faster but this is just unbelievable it's fantastic like it's, it's some of the most mm-hmm. amazing animation I've it's, ever seen and it's gonna like the CGI thing will catch up soon yeah Um, some of the hot take uh, by the way watch Chainsaw Man it's class yes 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 so yes, I, 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 I started so I started so I started reading the manga and I'm like oh oh this is gonna be good this is gonna be really good like, like I was like that tra- that trailer that teaser trailer was like that was that was enough that was enough for me <laughs> That was enough for me. I this, think you, did you send me a clip or did you send me the trailer? I, I sent you the trailer. I, I sent you the trailer. Trailer, yeah, yeah. And it's like that is a really well constructed trailer. I was like, trailer. this is fucking crazy. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't watch. Yeah, I know, I, I know. And then the uh, oh, the manga's manga's cool. I, I wasn't, I was never a big like comic book, uh, comic Huge book comic fan. book fan. So I, uh, that that I let the record show. <laughs> let the record show yet again. You're not being interrogated. It's an interview. <laughs> See, hmm, the room the room contains uh, two skylight windows, a triangular shape with a plinth in the in the center. Uh, uh, anyway, no, sorry. The, every uh, it's got a triangular theme. It does. It, it, it was it was never meant to be a bedroom. Hmm? It was meant to be like a games room, and then the room that I actually was meant when we did the construction, the room that was it was just too small. So mom was like, because uh, my it was myself, where my brother's room, and then my room. That room became the games room. And my mom was like, look, do you want to use, do you want to just go up to the attic when we're doing the renovation? I was just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Just, just, just stay here. Nobody bothers me. It's great. Mm. Um, I have one more question for you. One more question. Uh, as uh, in, like, part uh, of the uh, too many tangents. Too, what? Too no, many, it's not too many tangents. Too many, too I've, many I've tangents. More than, than wanting to go off in tangents as much as possible. <laughs> we should have. We should. We should have had a, a mediator or a, or a or a, a referee going. <laughs> stop. A friend of mine actually told me. He goes. He goes. I have no idea. He goes. How do you get? So sidetracked on every episode because you never stick to the the actual script that you have. It's like you guys were talking about ska. Why are you talking about car insurance now? <laughs> and how much money you can save by going with? I still think I think I think Chris Dardis has the re- has the record for the most sidetracked. We did not talk about anything that I was going to ask him. I mean, for the whole <laughs> for the whole episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, must have, then they must have been good ones. So, who do you think is the most underrated artist in your in your opinion? By the way, it can be in any context. David Shrigley. I don't know. David, Sh- yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. He's pretty hailed. Uh, David Shrigley is an uh, illustrator. Um, illustrator, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, one of my favorite illustrators. I've got a mug of his. Like, like he's huge. Like, like I like to say, but because you don't know who he is. I'm t- but I don't, like, I'm, he, if, he, you, if he's, you tell me his work, I might know it. He's, no, no, no. He's a comedy, he's a comedy illustrator. Okay, he's just really prolific. His Instagram, his Instagram page is, is fucking phenomenal. He's still, he's still alive. He's still. Still kicking. Pro- proli- <laughs> prolific to this day. Um, he's still, yeah, he's still going shit. Um, uh, music, I would say Morphine. But one of my favorite bands, Morphine. Morphine, That's a great name for a band. Yeah, what right. What type of music is it? So it's if you asked if you asked him in an interview, he's like jazz rock. Actually, no, fuck rock. Actually, <laughs> as in fuck rock. No, no, no. As in, like, I think it's I, love rock. <laughs> I think it's I think it's like lo- lovers rock. So <laughs> that's amazing. Lovers rock. That's a brilliant but, answer. But fuck rock. You know, it's like you know, f- <laughs> it it because it, 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 it is kind of mm, it is kind of. Mm. Uh, if you ever heard the, uh, if you ever heard the, the sultry sounds of Mark Sandman's voice, no. Uh, uh, so the lineup is drums, uh, Barry Sax, Barry or tenor sax. Okay, it's a trio. Oh, and oh, okay, <laughs> and a front man who's singing while playing two string slide bass, and that's the ba- and that's the band. Two string slide bass, so he's and a got, sax and a drummer. Yeah, that's it. And it's my, it's, it's my, it's actually that's one of the big reasons for me to pick up the saxophone. Really? Yes, because my parents were big Morphine fans. It's ama- it's incredible tunes. It's it's almost like lo- yeah, it is kind of low rock. What what he said. Okay. Mark Sandman was an enigma. He wasn't really in the public eye. One of their, like, like their biggest tune would be called Buena off uh, their 19, their, their kind of like mid, mid to late nineties hit. Um, it was actually featured, the music video was featured in a, in a Sopranos episode. Really? And I'm like, there's, there's I'm, the boys. I'm literally watching the Sopranos with my dad at the moment. We're on season two. Am I too far mm. or? Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure where it goes, but okay. AJ, AJ's just watching it in, uh, like in their house. It's like, I hear a voice. <laughs> so it's real, but it's like, it's kind of, it's kind of, uh, it like really, uh, atmospheric, uh, sort of snare bass, jazzy drums. Okay. Um, the slide bit. Oh God, I, I they're it's hard to just they're imper- they're impossible to describe without just like putting it like put it just put it on. Listen. By the way, listen to morphine. Morphine <laughs> are, are an 
a really, really alternative band from the fucking 90s, and they're incredible. They have five, maybe five albums out, uh, B-sides, one that was released posthumously because Mark Sandman died of a heart attack on stage wow. in 1999. Oh, Three songs in, he keeled. He keeled over. He wasn't a big. He wasn't a big user. Uh, just, I don't like. I don't just, think. Just I was just. A, it was just thing. a freak thing. Yeah. He's. Uh, you know. You know. He's a. You know. He's a weirdo. Just like. Just like. Just like how I like him. <laughs> uh, and but he was a. But he was a ly- lyrical songwriting genius. And yeah. 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 Morphine are definitely the most underrated band that I. Uh, that I that I could think okay, of. Okay, well, and, I have a forty-five minute bus journey. I'll be checking them out for sure. Yeah, man, forty-five. Uh, uh, where are you going? Where I'm are you going to, tonight? I am going to Shanae to celebrate. Not Shanae. Sweet. I'm going to Fourth Corner for my friend's birthday, oh, and sweet. then we're going to Shanae, um to see Zach DJ. Actually, Zach's oh, nice DJ in there tonight. Oh, sweet. Yes. Nice one. What's your plans for tonight? I am <laughs> gigging with uh, the New Brass Kings. We actually, oh, nice. we actually haven't, we actually haven't talked about the New Brass Kings. I was New Brass Kings. We haven't mentioned them at all. Actually, uh, uh, so the New Brass Kings <laughs> are a, a six-piece brass band. Uh, so we got drums, uh, Sousa, uh, trombone, alto, tenor. I'm tenor and trumpet. Uh, they're, uh, they're all a bunch. Of, they're all a bunch of good dudes. Uh, we like to busk a lot because uh, they're a great band to play with because there's a lot of playing. Uh, we have like a two and a half hour set maybe, uh, but we usually shorten it to two hours. Um, I've seen the Billy Eilish cover. The Billy Eilish cover which is great. Which I love. It's great. It's, it's hard. So, yeah. I, I'm I'm finding more and more ways to get dirtier and dirtier. <laughs> uh, it's uh, they're they're a great bunch of guys. We're like, <laughs> I don't know. We're it's almost boy bandish because we have we have uh, we have all different personalities. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you just play on Culture Night? We played on Culture Night. Uh, we lo- so was we like to bu- was like to bus. Bar? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, at that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that? Oh, that was us. Yeah. That was us, baby. Yeah. We tore. We tore. That was fun. We tore that, Essex Street a new asshole, and it was, was great. Fantastic. Honestly, that was so much fun. I, I, I like. It's so weird to have a new. Do you know how? Like, oh. Do you know how wrecked we are after playing to, especially with no mics? How we yeah, are to open to open air, like only like four or five layers of people can actually hear the actual music and then anyone beyond that just hears just just, no, we just, can just hear, hears fucking I can hear really? it really I yeah. can hear it we were at the because we were at, so we were at the back and no, it's cause it, well, well, we because, couldn't we couldn't get in so we were just we could see you, <laughs> you guys get in. No, and like, it was an open street I know yeah, but it was yeah, like I, know, I, know. I didn't want to be that I that's be, how many people there were I didn't want to be the guy pushing past at an open but like we could see you guys but we could hear you when we were at the back and we were like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. we could hear you fine yeah 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 so it we're playing so, it was so much fun man it honestly was it's so it's so weird having you here now <laughs> we, 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 we like we like to have oh that's, that's yeah. great you learn something new every day uh, we like yeah we like to have a lot of fun uh, I, only, I only just recently got the mic as well and and i uh, i listen to a lot of Stuart lee mm. and a lot of a lot of like you know a lot of punk music as well which which they're like i i'm not going to tell you what you want to hear come on if uh if you <laughs> if you look this next song if if you haven't heard it then you've been living under a rock for the past 23 <laughs> years it's fucking crazy in love da, da, da. <laughs> like uh I don't, you know, like, like obviously if I was, obviously if we were playing to a fucking law firm, yeah, I'd probably be doing the same thing <laughs> just because that's who I sort of am. At, at least you're honest. <laughs> oh, 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 absolutely. Um, within reason. I remember, uh, oof, I'm not going to say that. 
Uh, I got hassled. I literally I, saw the the cogs turn in your brain for that split second. And just went no, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, he, he, I, like like uh, we played uh, all together now, and I uh, had some hassle at the at the check in, like getting my bag searched and everything like that. Okay, so, yeah. uh, by, by guards, and it's like, oh god, I'm gonna be late. Uh, and I really wanted to like call out the guards. Oh, right. on the set and the lads no, are like no, and the lads are like no Mason no it's like but I know her name but I know her name and everything I know her oh, ba- you knew the guard's name oh yeah, 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 number. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, was, I was like can I just say like I know you're out there this song Cynthia. is this song is for you I wanted to do I wanted to do that so bad but the lads are like no it's like that's probably the better decision, but oh, yeah, in the moment, ex- it's exploding fight. in me. I'm not going to do it. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I do. I do love taking advantage of the, the special, the special position that someone with a microphone <laughs> has. Do you know? I love like like I do. I do love it. And as, especially after the, the, the Marcus Parks uh, yeah. thing of listening to like Jello Biafra and uh Paul West, uh, Paul Westerberg's feckin' antics. Which one was this? Um, the the replacements one. Oh, the replacements. The, the, I haven't listened to that one. There were all the replacements. Yeah, ones. okay, I should it's, do that it's one. It's so un, it's so romantically mundane. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, it's it, it, it's like you know, boys from Minnesota just going. <laughs> we want to make some music. We want to make some music, and it's we're like, not- come on, and, and it's all this other this other dude who's not in the band. It's like, come on, I believe in you. You guys are. <laughs> So you guys are shit good. Yeah, the replacements are very good. Uh, yeah. I would have I would have grown up with a yeah, lot. Very of, good. I would have grown up with a lot of replacements in my house, my dad and stuff. Um, where were we? Sorry, we're getting off track. We were t- talking about most underrated artists. Uh, Morphine, yeah, yeah. yeah. Morphine, Next, yeah. so the final question. Yeah. This is the final question that I end every podcast with because uh, I always think it's a nice way to sign off. Uh, what is the what is the thing you love most about what you do? Hmm. Big question for the end. So, okay, okay. So one person just at one time just went, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the, the, the cheapo in me is, uh, the, 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 the wholesome in me is going to be like, I love watching like kids dancing. Yeah. Like, like, ba- like, like, like as shit as a gig could be. You know, like, like even in the worst of times, mm. there's a like if there's a little baby dancing or something like that. There was there was this one corporate gig uh, that we did in Mansion House. It's like there wasn't really a buzz. We went on a little bit late. It was it, it was it wasn't like our fault or uh, or their fault. It was just the time that it was like the bar closed, the, the bar, the event closed like early. So it's like there was no one really around for us. But there was a few that were like, oh, digging it. And it's like, oh, that's that's all I, that's all I need. That's all I want. But there was a there was a baby who couldn't walk yet like kept making eye contact with us kept making eye contact with us and he was crawling and, and like the the baby mama was like like you know if he got too close to the stage we were raised so we weren't going to step yeah. on him or anything <laughs> uh, she, That's adorable. She, she kept like like pulling him back and everything like that but like i was like in my in my very being i'm like please walk yeah please i i would love to I would love to be the cause of a baby's first steps. That'd be amazing. Are you going to tell me that you were? No, 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 that didn't. So that didn't happen. However, my favorite thing about what I do, Mm. um, about it's like, like that's, that was probably a better answer than what I'm about to fucking say. Um, so, uh, art, what are we left with? 
What are we left with after we die, after anyone fucking dies? Mm. You know, like, you know, Keith Haring died young. Look at... Is he 27? No, he, I think he was probably... Younger? I, I'm not sure, but he was probably younger. Okay. That was, uh, yeah, that did was... You, did you know that Otis Redding was 26 when he died? Fuck off. No, yeah. he wasn't. Yes, he was 26. When you listen to... You, your next time you hear Otis Redding... Wow. You, you think, oh, this isn't a 40-year-old man. This is a 20... Four-year-old. Wow, that's like, honestly like, blown my mind. Yeah, I know, I know, right? Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, back to wow. back to back to art. What are we left with? It, I, I like legacy is not a word. Like like it's a dirty word. Legacy. Mm. I need to leave behind a legacy. Where no. is my heir? <laughs> but uh, but at, at the at the end of the day, at, at the end of the day, at the end of human accomplishment, where what like what are we left with? Are we left with spreadsheets and and stock prices? Mm. No, we're left with actual like tangible artistic artistic development mm. you know like 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 is our biggest uh, is our biggest technological achievement gonna be like hey we went to the moon we went to, we went to mars yeah it's like come on but as humans i think art is more of a it's less of an external discovery and more of an internal discovery and that's what i like about uh art making that's what i like about art making and the way i sort of go about it is I like I like my way of I like my way of doing things because it is very improvisa it is very improvisational. I don't I you know, self-admittedly I probably don't put in a uh as much as much uh kind of studious work yeah. than my constituents and uh, and other people like like you know, if if you were to make a list of saxophone players in in, in Ireland, yeah, you know that's 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 yeah. I I live with a guy who's 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 got better chops than me. My house, my housemate. Love you, but love you, bud. Uh, like like I've got my like I've like I've there's so much fucking talent in you know in in, in in Ireland yeah. in all in all different avenues of music, and you know like. I like my way. I, I like my way of doing things. I like that, uh, especially music. You can insert your own identity. I re, I kind of feel like I play like the kind of person I am. A lot, very convoluted and dirty and chaotic <laughs> and uh, sort of getting it. <laughs> and uh, and and definitely improvisational, which is the way I live. I like to think I live life, but also knowing where. Knowing where I need to be, but like getting there is, is the, I guess is the, the journey for get from getting to A to B. It's like, okay. Um, you know, like, like kind of like setting goals. It's like, it's like, it's like target notes. It's like, okay, I'm an A. I know I need to, I know I need to go down to an F. Yeah. But get it, you know, to make it sound harmonically sound, but getting there is all up to me. So maybe I'll do some crazy shit on the way there. Maybe I'll just. Go. Maybe I'll just land there. Maybe I'll just trans. Maybe I'll go from A to F. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll fuck around a bit before I get there. Maybe I'll go in a little bit later, but I'm always <laughs> gonna get there. Um, yeah, and I, I, I don't know the 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 infinite possibilities that uh, the infinite possibilities and emotions that uh, that music can evoke. I guess that's my favorite thing about 
That, I know that's pretty vague. Like, no, I go, not, go, go I back think, to entertaining kids. I think that's that, a very kids good, dancing, I think, that's I, great. I think that's a brilliant answer, to be honest. I'm actually raging that I don't have more questions to ask you and that we don't have all the time in the world because it could chat to you nonstop. Oh, but, you, you know, you know, no one, no one, ha- no one ever has one philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah everyone adheres to a multitude of philosophies uh, that we can talk about next time. Yes, you can come back on whenever you want. But I just want to say thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I had a blast talking to you. I hope you enjoyed yourself as well. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, it was daylight. It was daylight. We, it was daylight when we started. And also, when myself and Mason were just chilling, I was like, I was like, you know, an hour is kind of a good one. And he was just like, an hour? Co- coffee spew. <laughs> an hour? We're t- two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, have fun. Have, yeah, fun, have fun editing, editing that. I won't edit anything out. Well, oh, oh there's a, there was a microphone in front of me the whole time? Yeah. Shit. Okay. So do you, before we finish up, do you have anything to, uh, do you want to plug anything? What? Uh, pl- plug, plug anything? Uh, go to the, go to the, uh, man, uh, go to the Foggy Dew. Yep. Come come over to the Foggy Dew. Uh, so it's every other Sunday. Okay. It, so that was the that's the longest residency. Uh, the Bionic Rats play in the Foggy Dew. They used to do every Sunday. Right. That was a weekly thing. Really? That was it was weekly. And when I joined, they've been doing that for like seven years. Jesus. Uh, Jesus, l- that's a long time. <laughs> yeah, and I did it for another seven. <laughs> but but wow. let me let me tell you something. It is never boring. It's, I can't imagine it's, that it is. it's it's never the same thing twice. It's been it like it's it's pretty chaotic uh, in in recent times. You know, like like we are throwing in a lot of new st- we're in throwing in a lot of new stuff. We don't know what we're gonna go into next. And there's a lot of dub breakdowns that we don't know that's coming. It's like ah great, what song? We don't go by a set list. It's just mm-hmm. like what song are we doing? And it's and it it's all just dependent on the singer. <laughs> the, uh, the reason why it's every other Sunday now is because he lives in Poland and he could just goes like this is a warning. <laughs> and it's like, okay, we're going into this song now. I'm going to give you a laugh, right? My Nana goes to that every yeah! so often. Yeah. <laughs> What's her name? What's her name? Patricia, Patricia Banks. All right. Well. She's been to, she's been to, a, she's definitely been to it a few times because she told, she definitely told me about it. <laughs> so it's, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, I don't think she'd be going now, to be honest. I think this was, this was about seven years, seven years ago before you joined. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh no. It's, it's totally uh, like, she's definitely seen me. Play, yeah, yeah. She's, 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 yeah, yeah, she's yeah, been yeah. to it. She's definitely been to it. Yeah. I think, I think I joined back in, I think it's been a decade. Really? I think it's been a decade. Oh, wow. Okay. And it's like never boring. Never. Like, like never. Is because it on this Sunday? No. It's, no, it's next no, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, go yeah. next Sunday. Uh, a Sunday week. I'll be there next Sunday. Yay! Yeah, no, I will. I will. I'll go. I'll, I'll go to it. I can introduce you to Gary. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Ooh, who's Gary? A uh, really nice comedian guy. That <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You guys would geek out together. You'd be, be fast friends. Fast friends. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you want us to no, no, uh, no. Ch- uh, check us out. Uh, like, uh, we uh, we don't busk often enough to to recommend. Like, you know, if you ever see a brass band playing over by the Luke Kelly statue by <laughs> Stevens Green, that's the Brass Kings, uh, the new Brass Kings. We just put out a promo video. We're up for weddings, bar mitzvahs, funeral. We never played a funeral. Uh, we got asked to play a funeral. But did you? You did no, not. No, no, we did not play a funeral. No. Did you get asked though? We got asked for a funeral. Wow. Yes. Okay. And then it was like ah. Thank God you're dead. <laughs> oh wow! And it's like no, no, just Shane James Infirmary for for an hour. That is bizarre. I've, like as I said, like it's such happy music. It's such fun, kind of. Whoa. <laughs> I suppose at a funeral, it's not you like, don't want to you be drear the whole time. If yeah. so, if you know, like you know, you know, the saying goes: if you can play a funeral, you can play anything. Who says that? 
Me. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, that's a perfect, oh, you that's are a hard per- ass. That's a perfect one to finish off on. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on, man. Dude, I'm really glad I ran into you mm. after that gig. And we did this thing. It's, it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. Yeah, man. Um, Let the record show that I'm offering a <laughs> fist pump. That was... So that's the end of our episode for this week. I just want to give a quick thank you again to Megs McMillan for being our guest. He was fantastic. And if you liked that episode and want to hear more just like it, please give the podcast a follow where you'll get updated. It would greatly help us out and I'd very much appreciate it. The show that Mason was talking about with the Bionic Rats and the Foggy Jew, that's actually on this Sunday because we record the episodes a week in advance. So it's on this Sunday, the Foggy Jew in Dublin. Um, And anyway, that's the end. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope you have a very good week. Here's the theme music to close us out by Zach Stevenson.